0: Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Erin Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. It's time for our annual mid-year review episode, where we recap all the notable Hindi language releases of the year so far.
0: Did we go bananas for Hello Charlie?
1: Is Salman Khan truly our most wanted by?
0: And is 2021 the year of Paraniti Chopra?
1: All this and more, as we discuss all the Hindi language movies that have released since January that we have bothered to watch.
0: Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people.
1: Okay, beer cheers first.
0: Oh, okay. Cheers. I am drinking a Sea Change Atomic Sonic Lager. What do you have?
1: I've got the Collective Arts Mai Tai Sour, which only has the ingredients in French on it, I guess?
0: it's
1: uh, weird. Maybe. It's, Is Collective
0: in... Arts in Quebec? I'm not no, sure. it's Calgary. Oh, it's...
1: No, it's not. It's... Oh, it is, it is Montreal. Okay, that makes sense then. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
0: Um, yeah, these Mai Tai Sours, I'm really impressed with. They it's actually... Very orgeat Yeah, exactly. I I don't know. I don't want to get on my high horse about Mai Tais, but uh, the ingredient that people don't realize is in a Mai Tai that kind of gives that flavor is, is Orgeat. It's like an almond syrup. So when I saw those and I saw that the ingredients included Orgeat and like orange mm-hmm. and pineapple was nowhere to be seen, I thought, well, that's legit because... There's no pineapple in a Mai Tai, but a lot of things, people call things Mai Tais that have pineapple in it. Yeah. Anyways, this has been the Beer Hour with Matt and Aaron.
1: So we didn't actually watch everything because some of them didn't come out here and we're only two people. We only have so much time. (laughs) Right.
0: So so this is an episode that we do annually. So instead of doing kind of a best of the year episode, we do two kind of... Check in episodes. We do one in June, the mid year review, and then we do one at the end of the year, which is the year end review episode. Um, We've done this since we started the podcast, with the exception of one year where we skipped the mid year review episode because of some things that were going on in our personal life. It turned out to be, well, it was a good decision in the moment (laughs) to not do the episode. But then when it came to doing the year end episode, uh, boy, boy was it a doozy. So. We, we have recommitted to our mid-year review episodes. Now, this this year is a little different. I feel like we're saying the same thing that we said last year at the end of our year-end episode and kind of echoing some of what we said at uh, the 2020 mid-year review episode, and that is that we are still in the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so movie theaters across the globe have been open or closed in intermittently
2: mm-hmm.
0: and unfortunately uh, India uh, you know the, the country um, that, that makes produ- Bollywood, <laughs> that, that produces the films that we discuss on this show mm-hmm. um, is having a, a rather difficult and scary and and critical uh COVID crisis at the moment. Mm -hmm. And so... They
1: got a few movies out early this year, but that's it.
0: Yeah, there were a couple that went to theaters early in the year. And then um, as a result of cases climbing in India, there have been less films released theatrically. And so a lot of the films that we're discussing have been released to VOD. And here in Canada, movie theaters have been closed since December until just about recently. And so... We haven't been able to. Uh, to see Is that across any the movies. country or
1: just in Alberta? They were closed. In just December. in Alberta. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, they
0: were open in Saskatchewan. But yeah. There also hasn't been a lot of Hindi language releases in theaters. There's been
1: drive-ins here. essentially, but the regular theaters have not been allowed.
0: Exactly. So even if there were some Hindi language releases, we wouldn't have been able to go see them. So uh, we, I think we have a lot of interesting films to discuss. And mm-hmm. as always, we maybe have, more
1: interesting than good. <laughs>
0: We have uh, done our best to try and capture a snapshot of kind of the first six months. Again, it's it's a different six months than than usual because a lot of these have been VOD releases, although the, the big theatrical releases also, for the most part, went quickly to VOD. And I I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for film fans worldwide to be able to access these movies in a safe and secure way. I Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone needs to risk their life to go to the theater right now.
1: None of them were like this Disney Plus thing of renting either. No. It's paying for the service. You get it.
0: Yeah, we, we didn't have to pay a premium price to watch any of these films, they just all came with services that we already subscribed to, mm-hmm. uh, which is very nice. Though I don't think we would be opposed paying a premium no. for a film I'm just, I'm just
1: surprised they didn't do it for Salman Khan.
0: Right, right. Uh, so we didn't get to everything we had wanted to watch. I think going forward, we might have to reassess how we do these episodes.
1: Well, do you want to explain why?
0: So I no longer watch movies for a living.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so our past uh, year-end and mid-review episodes were somewhat uh, doable because I would see a lot of movies uh, without you.
1: If you're wondering why that was, then, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was because it was my job to watch movies. Uh, I've changed career paths. We don't need to get into what I'm doing now. And so these these kinds of episodes going forward I think we're interested to hear from the audience kind of what these are very popular episodes but they're also really hard to do yeah and so I think we're curious going forward um hearing from you guys on what you kind of like to see from our mid-year and year-end episodes. Do you like us to try and Do you watch want us
1: to keep doing them? As many... For one?
0: Yeah. Well, they're popular, so I assume people want us to keep doing them. Do you want us to attempt to watch as many movies as possible and fire through them as quickly as possible? Or would you prefer if it was a more curated list of ten or, or seven that we were able to go more in-depth on? Mm-hmm. Let us know, because... We are reassessing how we're going to do them, and the way we set about doing this episode was not was not manageable for us. And I blame you, Matt.
1: Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't have a really long attention, so no, I don't have a really long memory. So, like,
0: so you wanted to watch could... them all as close to yeah. as possible, whereas I wanted to space them out over the six months. And you said, "No, let's wait and watch them as many." Wasn't
1: it nice to watch other things occasionally? Yeah, like. I thought that this year, it seemed like they were kicking a bunch of the marquee things to next year, mm-hmm. with good reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Yeah,
0: some of the marquee titles that we were expecting, I think the one I was most looking forward to uh, is Tufon, which I think has only been moved to July for now, mm-hmm. and is going to be, from what I understand, it was going to be in theaters, but also on Amazon Prime. Uh, at the same time, I'm also looking forward to 83. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a number of big films that...
1: Thoroughhead Shetty cop thing?
0: Yeah, that I've been looking forward to. I don't know if I'm looking forward to that one. But there are a number of big films that I have been looking forward to for a while. And I'm still looking forward to. I It doesn't bug me that they've been delayed at
2: mm-hmm.
1: all. It's but, necessary. But what I'm saying is, this year especially, it did not seem like the A game was being released. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that had been sitting on the shelf... Or was probably already destined for, you know, VOD anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, they kept all the really good ones behind. There's there's like three or four movies here I liked. But for the most part, they're average to bad.
0: There's there's a couple I really loved. Um, but I, I do agree with you that it so is... So that's
1: why I was kind of putting it off.
0: <laughs> okay. Because I
1: wasn't seeing anything like, oh, I got to go check that out.
0: Well, and I think the thing... The two, well, the two films that we were most excited about, we actually did get to pretty quickly after their releases mm-hmm. because we were, you know, we were primed for them. Koi uh, Johnny no, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So this is a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, so all that's to say, if you have any feedback for us, for us on how we do these episodes. Uh, let us know let us know yeah if you if you really want us to try and watch as many movies as possible if you've liked in the past that we've been able to cover like dozens upon dozens of movies or if you would prefer we're coming up to 400
1: movies on the uh, yeah the the letterbox list which is absurd
0: or if you would prefer a more curated list and obviously we need to reassess how this is going to work when movie theaters open again in general yeah And, and they're regularly showing Hindi films again
1: yeah also a couple of these didn't come out here So, Mumbai Saga did not come out here.
0: Yes. so so Here's a list of things we haven't watched. As Matt was saying, this is a bit of a mixed bag. We have a list here of films that we kind of put on our possible watch list uh, as we were selecting things. And we either didn't get to them because they didn't come out here... uh, we they looked boring. weren't interested in them. We heard, they
1: looked poorly the, made.
0: The reviews were bad.
1: They were on uh, Z five.
0: Or or it, we just kind of didn't find time. So in alphabetical order, um, we have ninety nine songs, which I think you just heard was very bad.
1: That's A R Rahman's movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it wasn't very good. Yeah,
0: Ajeeb Uh That one is too long. <laughs> no, it's like two and a half hours. It's a normal length of a Bollywood movie. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm just trying to think of something for each one.
0: Um, Bansuri, the flute. It didn't come out here. Humby, Akli, Tumby, Akli. Kagaz, Lahore Confidential, Madame Chief Minister, Mele Patar or Meal Mil- Mil- Patar. Mil- I think
1: it's probably Mil- Pitar. Uh
0: I would still really like to see that one. That looked
1: good. It was it just... It does look good. It looks like a bummer, and I needed a not bummer that day.
0: <laughs> uh, Mumbai Saga, which is one of the highest grossing Bollywood films of the year so far. Didn't come out it here. It hasn't come out here. Uh, again, for obvious reasons, our movie theaters were closed. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, it didn't come out on streaming. And, so. and it's not available on streaming. Uh, the Power, Sadar Ka Grandson, Shadistan I'd, I'd like to cut out Chup with with Stan. I'm just that one. And Silence, Can You Hear
1: It? That I watched the first 10 minutes of that one, and it looked <laughs> like an episode of NCIS. Yeah. So it did not look like a movie.
0: Yeah, so those are those are the ones we didn't get to. Uh, if If any of you have some films to recommend among that list that you think it's worth we take the time to try and catch up with. I'm interested uh, in Mumbai Saga.
1: I love a good gangster movie. I would like to see that someday. Yeah. It's just we could not see that one.
0: I like a lot of these a lot more than I liked Dil Pachara, which is kind of the yeah, big five star a, release. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Last year. I like a lot of these more than I liked Coolie number two, which was Coolie number, number
1: one. Part one,
0: part two. Yeah. I like these Coolie Origins. I like these a lot more than Coolie number one, which is again like a, that was yeah. a big push to Amazon Prime. None, I can't None say of these
1: I, none of these have like a big back behind it. Like none of these are like have any marketing
0: yeah I they're all going
1: to get stuck in the well, in the froth of amazon prime and or netflix
0: marketing if they don't have marketing that we're seeing
1: sure yeah they're not they're being they're not being marketed to us at least in the west and I, I feel like i try to keep up on like bollywood news and stuff and marketing and trailers and things but it just not is not being focused this way
0: oh yeah a lot of what we keep seeing is delays mm-hmm. which again Makes sense. It It is necessary. <laughs> no one should be risking their life to go to the cinema. Yep. Uh, I, I do want to reiterate that. But
1: I'm not, I'm not going anytime soon.
0: But, you know, a lot of these films do have big names. I will say there's a lot of women's pictures among
2: this list. That's the
1: other thing is that, yes, it's it's very much movies by not the biggest stars, but kind of stars from about 10 years ago mm-hmm. and doing kind of personal projects, it feels like.
0: And I think those films among this list There's are some the of the better, better ones. ones yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: All right. So our first film is Tripanga, Teddy, Medi, Crazy. Uh, this came trilingual,
1: out... Trilingual, eh? Huh. It's a trilingual family drama.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, this came out early on in the year, January 15th, on Netflix. It's relatively short. It's only 95 minutes. Directed by Renuka Shahane, starring Kajal... Tanvi Azmi, and Mithila Palakar, as well as Kunal Roy Kapoor, who I did not recognize at first. He mm-hmm. had so much facial hair. He's usually like, I don't know, I just, I just picture him clean shaven.
1: Or this was, in Jelly Belly, just kind of being a gross guy.
0: Yeah, this was such a like... Subtle role for him. I'm used to him being like a much more like broad comedian. Kind of
1: too subtle.
0: Maybe. Yeah. He's
1: a boring guy.
0: Um. So this this is a film that I kind of felt like was in the vein of something like Terms of Endearment or Beaches. It's uh kind of an overarching story about uh three generations of women in this family, and it jumps around in time. So kind of the instigating incident is that. Kajal, who's arguably the lead, her mother, who was a famous writer, falls into a coma and her and her adult daughter, uh, along with her brother, uh, kind of have like a bit of a family reunion where they are forced to confront the demons of their past and kind of come to terms with things. And these three these three generations of Indian women kind of present different... Ideas about the roles that women have in society, in families, in Indian culture, and I think also like again like roles roles that women around the world find themselves in. Well, that's
1: also why it's called tribanga too, because the the mother the grandmother is like the cerebral one, mm-hmm. Cadjil is kind of the wacky one, and her daughter she's is more
0: like the yeah she's very
1: the artsy bodily. creative yeah. She's a dancer. Mm-hmm. Although we an don't actress. see her dance. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst part of the whole movie. It's very annoying. And her her daughter is supposedly like the perfect melding of kind of left brain, right brain.
0: Yeah. And she's also the traditional one. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one who kind of, because her mother and grandmother have led such untraditional lives. Yeah. She uh, reacts. She reacts by marrying into a very traditional family. I I did really... Oh, also...
1: Kunal Roy Kapoor is a uh, PhD student, or he's got his doctorate in Indian women's literature, Mm -hmm. and he's interviewing the grandma for what turns out to be her autobiography. I don't know what he was doing exactly. like He's he's doing a piece on her. Well, it's
0: for her autobiography. Yeah, she can't write anymore. Her
1: hands have too much arthritis, essentially. So he's interviewing her to help her write this autobiography, and then the narrative moves between, like, Interviews with her memories, cattle's memories—like it kind of moves all around, which is an interesting plot structure.
0: Yeah, which is part of why I felt kind of like it reminded me of Beaches, because Beaches you have like these these flashbacks that that fill in the relationship between the two women, mm-hmm. uh, and then again, like terms of endearment, that relationship between
1: mother and daughter, mother
0: and daughter. Um, I
1: and sickness.
0: I like movies in this genre. I think. That there is a lot of value for kind of like the woman's weepy.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a huge genre for years.
0: Yes, and I and I, I I like I like when these movies are done well and I like I like, you know, when directors really sink their teeth into it. This only this only goes part of the way there for me. I I did really like it, but I wanted more. I just mm-hmm. I think I think that that they left some of it this about. is
1: this is an uh, uh where the uh the kind of content warning of netflix screws up the whole movie because you see what it says like oh well i get what the whole problem is now yeah and, and it, it ruined it essentially yeah I and it's agree. pretty it's pretty straightforward like there aren't any twists or anything that are really going to surprise you mm-hmm. and i knew it going in because it's netflix mm-hmm. it's annoying
2: yeah
0: that is frustrating. I agree. We won't ruin it for you, but well, yeah. If when you start you queue if you it up, you'll see it. Close
1: your eyes for the first five <laughs> seconds of the movie. Uh, you're just looking at Kunal Roy Kapoor's computer anyway, so it's not that exciting. But just don't look at the content warning,
0: unless that content warning is uh, yeah, essentially useful be. for yeah. you. It's it's kind of a double edged sword.
1: This is it's really predicated on that though. Yeah, like that's the crux of the whole movie, and then it's kind of cliche.
0: Yeah, I think Kajol gives a fantastic performance. She's Great, Kajal. She's fantastic in this.
1: Kajal says at least like ninety <laughs> times in this movie, and I'd never heard her do that before. Yeah, and it's it's actually like a pretty important part of her character that she swears all the time, and that was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Tanvi Azmi is also pretty good. Uh, Mithila Palkar, I always like. I I think I just wanted more from her character.
1: It's a short movie. It's only an hour and a half. So. Well,
0: exactly. And this is I often we often complain films are too long, but this is one where I feel like. It was too short. Like, it could be an I, epic
1: family saga. I
0: think it needed like a bit more time to really get into it. I, I just felt a little unsatisfied by, by what we had. Mm-hmm. But I do really like it. And I think this is a strong film to kick off the year.
1: I thought it was fine. <laughs> I think I gave it three stars. All right. Out of five.
0: Next, from January to February. Oh, boy.
1: Oh, boy. The first... Uh, <laughs> The first Paraniti Chopra film, and arguably the second best one. Sure. Maybe? Maybe. It's a real race to the bottom. <laughs> so. Well, no, one of
0: them is very one good. One of them is good.
1: The other two, it's debatable. Yeah. Uh, so this is The Girl on the Train, which is directed by Rebu Dasgupta. And uh, it's actually a genuine adaptation yeah. of the um, American version.
0: Yeah, it's an... I think... Official
1: adaptation. It says it's like Amblin Entertainment is involved.
0: Yeah, I think the opening credits cited both the Hollywood film and the book.
1: It's nice to see. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The book by
0: Paula Hawkins, obviously.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which I have not read. (laughs) I had not read the book and can't say I'm not interested, but...
0: I've seen the Hollywood (laughs) version of the film, which I will will throw in my two cents. Yeah.
1: Uh, From what I remember of this book, it was kind of a spat of the girl books yeah. after the girl with the dragon tattoo there was just kind of a bunch of books that came out that were kind of like sort of erotic thrillers or like female focused thrillers. Yeah. Because there's this one and the woman at the window which just came out. I don't think
0: any of them are overly erotic but yeah. Yeah. Not the way when we say like a 90s erotic thriller. Yeah but like
1: there's there's a sex element. They're
0: not jade. Yeah they're
1: not jade. (laughs) They're not wild things. I wish this was wild things. (laughs) Uh, this maybe is on the same emotional tenor as Wild well, Things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so,
0: I don't think it quite gets there. But I would love to see a Ditti Howardry in a Bollywood remake of Wild Things. Yeah. Make it Who happen. Who else would you get,
1: though? Is she never? is she uh, Denise?
0: Get her in Katrina Cave. Oh, man. This wow. would be an amazing movie. That
1: would, I wish that movie existed right now.
0: And and um, Abbey it? Dale.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good dupe.
0: Yeah, that'd
1: be good. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen The Girl in the Trainer read the book, but uh, it features Paraniti Chopra, Aditi Rao Hyderi, Kirti Kuhari, and Avanash Tiwari. So mm-hmm. uh Paraniti Chopra is a lawyer who uh seems to have a pretty good life with her husband. Um and she is investigating a Sikh gangster. Not investigating, but she's like um she's a prosecutor. She prosecutes the Sikh gangster, and in retaliation, uh, her car gets hit by another car, and she loses her baby. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: so then her life spirals out of her control. Her
1: life spirals out of control. She breaks up with her husband.
0: No, She's, this is all told to us in flashbacks.
1: This is the first 10 minutes of the movie, too. Um, <laughs> she starts drinking all the time, and now she uh, kind of commutes into London every day Mm-hmm. No, not London. Yeah, it is London.
2: It's London. She yeah. commutes
1: into London every day for some reason. Like it does, she's trying to get jobs. She lost her job. She's very depressed and drinking constantly.
0: And interestingly, if I remember correctly, the book, which again I have not read, but I believe the book is set in London, but the Hollywood movie is set in New York. So this returns the story to London. Obviously. It makes some other crazy changes, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Aditi Rao Hydri is a girl. I guess Pariniti Chopra is the girl on the train. Yeah. Aditi Hydri is the girl off the train who uh, Pariniti Chopra watches out of the window every From day. From the train. So this is a girl who has a handsome husband. They're outside all the time. Every time the train goes by, they're frolicking around and uh chopra sees something out the window one day that kind of like twigs her like what what is that yeah what's happening to this girl i've kind of built up in my head
0: yeah she becomes kind of obsessed with her because she has a perfect life and peronita chopra feels that she lost her perfect life
1: yeah after a fairly intense series of events Rao Hyderi has gone missing and peronita chopra is found pretty beat up afterwards yeah and has a lot of evidence pointing towards her as being involved with and this disappearance.
0: Because of her accident, she can't
2: form yes. short-term memory. This is a
1: stupid Hollywood <laughs> contrivance. That and because of her alcoholism and also getting hit by a car, she can't remember anything. And the movie weaves in it out of remembering this.
0: Yeah, and uh, Kriti Kulhari is the investigator who's looking into it. To Yeah, interestingly, a Sikh, a Sikh
1: cop trying to figure this out. Sikh woman cop.
0: Yes. Uh, so...
1: We haven't got to the most important part though. Ranjith oh. Chopra gets hit in the head, and for the entire movie, apart from flashbacks, she has just got the most hideous appliance on her head to look like a wound.
0: Yeah, the makeup department has put like this big scar on her head. But you and I thought it looks more like someone has just pasted a piece of capicola. Yeah, capicola like, salami. A piece of deli meat on her head. Yeah, it looks film. it
1: looks ridiculous. And
0: And this does not look like a cheap movie. Like otherwise, no. I think this movie looks really good. It's
1: fine. No, the movie's not fine. The movie sucks. <laughs> but like the look of it was fine. the costumes are fine. They could have just put a band aid on her head rather than well, having this stupid a, appliance.
0: Bollywood I, movies love just like bandaging people's heads. Like, yeah, they do it. If someone hurts their foot, they put a bandage on their head. Yeah.
1: so do you remember that podcast I was listening to and I went to go see live with uh, Sam and friend of the show Juliet?
0: Yeah, yeah, the Star Trek
1: one. The Greatest Generation? Yeah. They have a term called loaf, <laughs> where, uh, specifically with Klingons, but with a lot of other alien races, they say that that character has a lot of loaf on them. <laughs> like, they put a lot of appliance, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of goop, a lot of stuff. She's got a lot of loaf on. A lot, a lot of loaf on her face. Um, and yeah, so Paranichi Chopra has to solve this mystery while drunk off her ass half the story. And... Uh, essentially being chased by the cops. This is a very bad movie. It's yes. extremely bad, like one of the worst movies of the year. Um, <laughs> it's just incompetently done. The acting by Peroniti Chopra is on such a shrieky, over-the-top level. And, you know, we sh- she could do better. She'll do better in a movie we'll talk about in like a half an hour. I don't know what the problem was. They just screwed it up so badly. The, uh, apparently the Hollywood one was okay. I don't know. We watched we watched the thing explaining kind of all the cinema. We watched the cinema sins video. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, but like because I, I hadn't seen it and I want to see what the difference was. And it looks pretty accurate to what happened in the American version.
0: Sort of. And and I wanted to watch that video because it's been like I saw the the Hollywood film when it came out and I just did not remember certain details. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that if you're familiar with the story. Whether you've read the book or you've seen the Hollywood film, uh, they throw a twist in at the end here. So, the, the, a
1: very stupid twist. The
0: Jenuma is kind of completely different.
1: Well, they wanted to and, make a difference, so if you'd seen it, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's a so, dumb. It's a
1: very dumb twist.
0: But I don't think that was a good call. Not that I find the original film satisfying. Uh, I don't know. I think this movie. On one hand, it's like a very kind of straightforward adaptation of its source material. But on the other hand, all of the changes that it makes, I don't understand. So they completely do away um, with Periniti Sherper's ex-husband's new wife and their child. Well, she's uh, in it, but you
1: see her for like 10 seconds. I don't even not, know if they're married.
0: She's not like the third main character of yeah. the piece like she is in the original. She comes up a
1: couple times and... Uh, she's very annoyed even, by Parinchi Chopra calling. Yeah, I calling.
0: couldn't even tell if they were married. Yeah,
1: it wow. it was unclear. Yeah.
0: Um. So I think I think kind of the the examination of you know in the same way that we were talking about in Tribanga the kind of the examination of three different kinds of women you have that in the original the girl on the train but here they just completely do away with one of the women I think they also but the
1: investigator is pretty like central well
0: the investigator is also because in the Hollywood film you get a it's Janny and Janney, and you okay. get a lot of yeah. her as well uh, I think they do have kind of like they get rid of, of some of the characters here it's easier for me to remember a lot of the characters from the Hollywood film because they're all played by like
1: pretty big actors right yeah big
0: yeah. relatively big names um Yeah, I I don't know. I I think it makes some changes that I find really unsatisfying. Aditi Roy Houdry, though, as kind of the girl that the girl on the train becomes obsessed with, I think is fantastic casting because she just has that inherent... Like, I find her so magnetic. I got in, like, some weird Twitter flack for saying that I thought she was kind of the most impressive part of Futur, And people were like, how could I possibly say that...
1: It, sure, it certainly was not a, uh, ARK. People
0: were like, how could you like say she gave a better performance than Tabu? Which was not what I was saying. Also, I just, no one
1: really gave a good performance in Futur.
0: Well, yeah. And I just think like that was the first time I'd ever seen a Ditya How Dream And she just she made such an impression on me in kind of like the five minutes that she's in in that film yeah. that I've never forgotten her. And
1: she's really good in and, uh, um, the Bonsali one, too.
0: Yeah, Padmavat. I just yeah. think she has such presence. And I think... This is just perfect casting. To use her in yeah. this way as kind of this like object of desire that you can kind never... Kind of damaged, too. Yeah, that you can never quite possess. You can never quite understand as this kind of object of obsession. Genius casting it. The rest of the film completely does not work. This was...
1: It's a a, a
0: big disappointment. I, I mean, I didn't like the Hollywood film. I wasn't necessarily expecting to like this film. But I am here for like a Periniti Chopra, Chopra comeback. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think this is the film that's going to. Now, happen.
1: why did why did they feel the need to unload three Paraniti Chopper movies in six months? What <sighs> I'll say, one of them was very good. The other one.
0: And that was the one that's been sitting on the shelf the longest. Yeah,
1: because I remember seeing a trailer for unnamed movie. We'll talk about it in a second, like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that looks interesting why didn't that get an actual release in 2018 or 2019? Like, was there stuff to yet to be finished on it and then it got delayed by the pandemic? That That's weird. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the point was of releasing all of these together because it makes it look like it's the summer of Paranitia Chopra, but I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it might just be kind of the way the cookie crumbled, partly because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, So our next film is our only animated film on this list, and I think...
1: One of our few ever.
0: Yeah, the first time we've discussed an animated film in one of these styles of episodes. We have done...
1: We did Arjun.
0: Yeah, we did an episode on Arjun, and I think that's the only other animated film we've ever discussed on the show.
1: It's a very interesting movie.
0: Yeah, I'm a a big fan of animation, and I was really looking forward to this. It was supposed to come out last year, uh, and I think it ended up getting delayed um, so they could finish the project. It finally came out on March 8th on Netflix, uh, and it is Bombay Rose from Gitanjali Rao. This is about a young woman named Kamala, voiced by Sile Kare, uh, who sells flowers in Mumbai to support her younger sister and her grandfather. Her younger sister, Tara, uh, spends a lot of time with her English teacher, uh, Mrs. D'Souza, voiced by Amar Adip And there's a young Muslim guy in the neighborhood who takes a liking to Kamala, voiced by Emmett Dayondi. Uh, and kind of the, the notable name among the cast is Enurei Kashyap, who plays the uh, film star Raja Khan, who kind of... Pops up it's
1: kind of Salman. Yeah,
0: like kind of yeah. like a Salman Khan type character who pops up. I uh, at a couple moments in the film, but is not necessarily like a main character. He's someone uh, that
1: Salim is interested in. He watches his movie early on.
0: Exactly. Uh, so this film really feels like a love letter to Bombay or Mumbai and the people in Bombay or Mumbai, and it's very much interested in kind of the the history of the city so there are moments when the characters are walking around the city and it transforms into an older bombay around them yeah johnny walker
1: devon on bombay
0: yeah and they imagine themselves in an older era it's done in a painterly style it was all hand painted Um, it's it's maybe a bit kind of crude and abstract at times but that feels well, like Well, a... the main
1: style, mm-hmm. I find, is very... I think it's trying to look at, like, kind of the anonymity of the city. So most people are kind of sketched out. You don't really see faces. You see the main character's faces, maybe someone else. But people in the background are kind of more blocky objects. Mm-hmm. And... I think that's okay but then when it's that sort of 50s style black and white or Kamala imagines herself as kind of a princess it's kind and, of
0: like a Bat figure.
1: Yeah, and it's drawn in a sort of that sort of medieval style drawing style that you get from old pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh the Raja Khan stuff is kind of super colorful yeah. and uh Bollywood looking. I found all those looks a lot better than what the movie looks like for the most of the runtime <laughs> and i wonder if that was a budgetary problem
0: I, I i don't know i i think it is deliberate i think like there was a deliberate choice in in aesthetics here it does make the
1: real world look really boring
0: yeah yeah and and the film is very much interested in kind of the the depiction of bombay or mumbai on screen and so kind of Mrs. D'Souza is an old film, or I'm not sure if she was a star, but she was in films back in the day, and she's Mm -hmm. excited that they're going to play Howrah Bridge on TV, because she's in Howrah Bridge. And at one point, at a kind of sleazy club, uh, which is called Piazza, uh, they're always playing one of the songs from Don. Uh, As we mentioned, the Raja Khan character, he's in kind of a very, like, we see clips of his very typical... Bollywood masala punching film. a
1: door down, beating up. Again. Yeah,
0: so the film is very interested in this idea of of the city through cinema. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think it's a lovely, lovely film. Uh, I don't know if I was quite as taken with it as I'd hoped I'd be, uh, but I did really enjoy it, and I am interested to see more of Rao's work. I'm interested to see what she'll do next, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited by. Indian animation. Yeah,
1: you don't see it that often. Yeah, um,
0: I, I don't have a lot of knowledge of Indian animators or mm-hmm. or kind of the history of animation in India. And so I would like to see more, more animation. I, I'm a big fan of, of animated films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you and I are kind of spoiled with kind of the lush details that we get from Cartoon Saloon and, and, and Studio Ghibli. This is, again, like there's more abstraction going on here. It's not, it's not clean lines. It's a page-release style, but... I I did I did get kind of really drawn into this the way this kind of the city is represented here.
1: I thought it was okay. I think the parts I liked the best were anytime it's, you know, someone's imagining something. She's she's uh, dreaming of being a Hindu princess in the Mughal era. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense with a Muslim uh, guy as well. Um uh, I think the the affectation I thought was the funniest was that uh Mrs. Tesuza plucks a rose from her garden every day and then takes it to a loved one's grave. And we see a bee go inside and then we get kind of inside the rose vision. We see the rose as it gets marched over to the graveyard. And there's a song about uh, only Marian Goins that I thought was fun mm-hmm. that is always being played during the uh, uh, rose parts because uh, D'Souza is going and this this other guy named Anthony who runs a kind of... Uh, Uh, used props store Mm -hmm. he's also going so they have kind of an interplay i thought that was fun but i i i I just found that you know sometimes the drawing is really good and then sometimes you'll get like really artifacty digital backgrounds that Mm. distracted me like they're really pixelated Mm -hmm. and then you have this nice drawing on top of it so i just kind of wish it had more money and was able to smooth it out or if that's the idea then i just didn't like the idea yeah like i I just found it a little bit lacking in the visuals, and also the story is very stereotypical. So, it's it's, it's not it's not going to change your life.
0: Yeah. So it took eighteen months to make uh, with sixty artists, which they, is not a
1: lot for an animated.
0: No, 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 it's not. Um, they they painted it frame by frame uh, in a in a computer. It's not like loving mm-hmm. Vincent where they did like. I guess actual paintings, or um, the tale of the princess Kaguya, which mm-hmm. is like all like kind of watercolor paintings. Um, it w- it was done in a computer, but I like that it is a two D flat style because mm-hmm. I makes sense
1: with those Moogle images. Yeah, that I works really well.
0: Gravitate more towards two D animation than I do three D animation. Some points felt rotoscope
1: and to me too, like yeah, some of the movement. But it I also wouldn't be surprised if they the did movement some was kind of herky jerky. Like it was kind of. Animated on the ones and the threes or Mm -hmm. something. like It didn't feel like it was completely animated.
0: Yeah. Um, It did play at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2019. So I'm not sure if its delay to Netflix is because of any... Kind of of them finishing at production or I don't know why it got too late. I think I just assumed it must be production. But...
1: Or they just wanted to release it later. I mean.
0: Yeah. I was really looking forward to Studios it buy things December. and then they,
1: yeah, they don't, they don't necessarily put them out right away because they think, well, maybe this will make a splash. But unfortunately on Netflix and Amazon Prime, you get maybe one day of being on the front page and then you're just in the pile. Yeah. Like it's, it's not a healthy way of distributing movies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I will say that I I agree with you in that kind of Kamala's story I think is a bit more typical. But D'Souza's I, story is good. I, I, loved, I wish she was the main character. I love why Mrs. wasn't D'Souza's that the whole movie? Story? I wanted so much more from this character. I oh I that was
1: interesting and good. That should have been the whole character. movie.
0: Um, it didn't need to be an ensemble she piece. Just, yeah, I I do really like this film and I really encourage people. To check it out, it's only it's only like ninety minutes. Yeah, it's
1: definitely worth watching.
0: Um, don't
1: just don't expect a Studio Ghibli movie.
0: No, but I I'm I'm very excited by Gitanjali Rao. I I want to see I want to see more. I want to see another full length film uh, because I I am someone who gets very excited by you know kind of world animation. Mm-hmm. As I said, I love Ghibli. I love Cartoon Saloon. I would like to see more animation <laughs> uh, that's not your typical kind of like Disney or Pixar mm-hmm. fare. Um, even though I like those movies and I, I especially like what Sony's been putting out lately. I just, I want more.
1: <laughs> well, what was, it was interesting that this movie is almost entirely about like poor people. Yeah. D'Souza, she's Which I okay think is
0: contrasting again this idea against of, the movies. This, of Bombay as good sequel numbers. But life. like
1: everyone is destitute. Yeah. So, you do, you don't see that too often, especially Mm -hmm. in animation. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Next, we have a film that played in theaters in India. It didn't come out here, but luckily it uh, arrived its way on streaming in time for us to watch it for this episode.
1: Yeah, this is also kind of a letdown, this movie, I think. (laughs) So this is Ruhi, uh, directed by Hardik Mehta, and this is the spiritual sequel, I guess, or Mm -hmm. possibly actual sequel to uh, Stree.
0: I guess they might be st- creating some sort of cinematic universe. I'm not too sure. I It's a cinematic now-
1: universe of monsters that Rajkumar Rao <laughs> has to defeat by falling in love with them.
0: Yeah, right now I would just call it a spiritual sequel. I'm not too sure.
1: Yeah. So this features Rajkumar Rao, John V. Kapoor, Varun Sharma, and yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so uh, in this movie, this, this takes place in a town called Bhagatpur, where... Girls get kidnapped when it's time to get married to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and um,
0: I believe this is to avoid paying dowry.
1: Something like that.
0: There was another film that came out a couple years ago with Siddharth Malhotra and I think Parineeti Chopra, I think, that had a very similar plot of like you kidnap brides and grooms.
1: Mm-hmm. So Rajkumar Rao and Varun Sharma.
0: I do not remember the name of that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember you talking about it. I didn't see it. Uh, these two guys are ostensibly working for a newspaper. Um, and this town, I guess, doesn't have that much news. So they kind of sideline in the newspaper owner's business of kidnapping brides. Mm-hmm. Uh, John F. Kapoor is a bride that they are tasked with kidnapping. And um, and
0: it's the first time they've ever had to kidnap yeah, the bride kind of like by themselves. Yeah,
1: it's their first job. And they kind of screw it up. But uh, they kidnap her. They and, don't
0: screw it up.
1: They kidnap her, and then their boss says, oh, we don't need her right away. Can you take her somewhere? Well, and, they uh, called
0: it
2: off. They
1: called off the wedding because someone got shot by a cop, as I recall. <laughs> so it's like, can you go take her and hide her for a week, and then hopefully they can get the wedding going again? So they take her to a of... I think of... they
0: just want, are, are supposed to hide her for a week, and then they're just going to like let her go.
1: <laughs> Something like that. Um so they take her to a kind of Evil Dead style house mm-hmm. next to a um, uh, uh, a mill, not a mill, somewhere where they make logs, whatever <laughs> that's called. Um, and, you know, she's scared at first and Rush Rao kind of likes her, making very literal the, the sort of uh, creepy romance you get in a lot of Bollywood movies. Uh, but then you find out that it's she's possessed by a spirit called Amudya Pyri, who is invoked when a girl is kind of left at the altar. Mm-hmm. So she's got a split personality, and the witch can like crawl on the ceiling. She eats deer that are running by. Generally, kind of a gross monster person. And then hilariously, uh, Varun Sharma's character falls in love with the witch. <laughs> Cause he's a weirdo horoscope type guy, so it's a romantic. It's like a it's a romantic triangle <laughs> where one the girl is two different people. Yeah, and they have a variety of misadventures. Um, essentially, they have to take her to a town that specializes in demonic possessions and getting them out of people, and it all comes to a head. And there's stuff that happens. Yeah, this was okay. Uh, Stree I think, had a better metaphor. Because you know, having women be afraid the way they went, no, having men be afraid that women are the same way that women are afraid yeah. of men is interesting and kind of novel. Having a woman, a woman turn out to be a witch is pretty common, and uh, split personality is kind of interesting. And then there's also kind of looking at like faith healing and various quacks and that kind of thing to try and deal with problems that people might have, mental issue, mental illness problems that people might have. Rajmar Rao tries. All kinds of different ways to get the ruhi out. No, to get to afsa out of ruhi. Afsa is the witch name. Well, get her out of there.
0: It's very clever because they're using possession as a way to discuss how traditionally, through the act of marriage, men possess women. Yeah. Uh, and so. But it's so not entirely good. It's it's smart, and I think I think all of these performances are great. I yep. think Jean-Vie Kupur is, yeah. is really starting to, to come into her own for me. I'm really starting to to jive with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avroon Sharma is very funny. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would like to
1: see him in more movies. He's, and, he's very charming. And
0: I love Rajkumar Rao. I don't think this is a performance that when I kind of think about my favorite Rajkumar Rao He's basically Rao playing the same
1: guy as Street.
0: He's, I don't, I don't know. It he's a bit
1: sleazier in this
0: I, one. Yeah, he's a bit sleazier in this one. So... Like I, I do really like this movie, and yet it just like I like the ideas of the movie, long. I like the performances, but yeah, it's too long. It doesn't completely come together for me, but it opens with a really sexy number with Javier.
1: <laughs> First song at the beginning, very good, and then ending song also very good. Yeah. Songs in the middle could take them. I think
0: maybe it just doesn't do as much with the kind of horror comedy. It's not as funny. That Street did, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's not as funny. I admire um, its themes. I think they're well worth exploring. Yeah. Again, I like these performances, but it doesn't entirely come together for me. That being said, I still enjoyed this movie. I'm not mad at it but It's it okay.
1: Means. It doesn't have a tripathy type guy who is like knowledgeable about the dark arts. They have various, yeah. uh, there's a tantric and there's there's lots of guys characters. that come in. Yeah. Because yeah. for the most of the movie, it's just the three of them in the woods. And, you know, you don't really see the three of them interact at the same time. Because then the the way that she shifts between the monster and the girl mm-hmm. doesn't work. Because every time Rushmore Rao sees the monster, he's scared. Every time the other guy sees her, he likes it. But that doesn't work if they're all there. Yeah. So... Yeah, there isn't enough comedic interplay, and it needs a punk-ass tripathy-type older guy actor, or maybe an older woman. There's a there's a kind of homeless woman who might have had this happen to her mm-hmm. in the past who kind of helps a little bit, but she's not in it that much.
0: She's a great character, but she comes in kind of too late.
1: Yeah, they need they needed a kind of someone for it to bounce off of. And the the guy who runs the newspaper-slash-kidnapping business is okay, but he's he's gone for half the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, it needed more stuff. But also it was too long. <laughs>
0: but I still I still really enjoyed it. It was fine. Yeah. And at this point It's not as good as three. At this point is and I think that's the problem.
1: It was it's a follow up to a much better movie. Exactly. It's Wait, Ghostbusters it, two.
0: I think if it hadn't, if we hadn't seen Stree, if, if it didn't have kind of the legacy of Stree If it didn't say from it, the
1: makers of Stree on the poster. Yeah,
0: then we would have probably, we'd probably have enjoyed it a, a lot more. It probably would have been like, oh, what a discovery, like Stree mm-hmm. was. But instead, it's kind of coming, you know, on Stree's coattails. And we're like, eh, this is not quite as good.
1: Every scene I was like, where's Stree? What's she up to right now? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see her again, and
0: so I think, like I don't know, maybe given time, this movie will kind of like I don't know, like its, its reputation it will grow. It could also just be twenty me.
1: minutes shorter, and I think that would just make it better.
0: Yeah, yeah, because again, I still really like it. It's just like its biggest problem is that it's not as good as Street. There's also a which is plot. kind of I don't know, maybe unfair. Yeah. Except for the fact that they're kind of setting they're it up marketing to be it as, yeah. the spiritual sequel to Street. So there's
1: also a uh, I think he's English guy, a white guy there <laughs> filming a documentary. And He's you get, great. You get some him. good jokes out of that. So that's yeah. another sort of level to it.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Our next film is Time to Dance.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not the worst movie I've seen all year. It uh, was okay.
0: It came out on uh, March 12th on Netflix. It's directed by Stanley DaCosta. And it stars Suraj Pantroli, uh, who I have seen in a film before. No, I have not. <laughs> um... He debuted with Hero, a movie that I didn't see. And then after that, he did something called Satellite Shankar. This
1: he's, guy is indistinguishable from the main character of Hello, Charlie for me. Yeah. He's, Just a guy.
0: He's a star kid. I uh, can't say I'm overly interested in him after this role. Um, and it debuts Isabel Cave, Kaif, Katrina mm-hmm. Kaif's sister. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know... If there's much to say about this film. It I is can retire, a,
1: recant the entire plot.
0: <laughs> it is a dance movie uh, set in London um, instead of like street dancing or hip hop or...
1: Bollywood uh, dancing. Or Bollywood
0: dancing this time. It's about ballroom dancing.
1: Which we did um, actually learn a little bit about.
0: We, we did learn a little bit about ballroom yeah. dancing. It's been that a was walt-
1: that was interesting.
0: It's been a long time since I've seen Strictly Ballroom. So like I really had forgotten everything I knew about ballroom dancing.
1: What I learned uh, is that all of the... That the quote, waltz
0: and the Viennese waltz are
1: different. Those are two things. And also everything that isn't the quote-unquote Latin category is very boring. <laughs> the Latin category is kind of interesting but all the other ones are... They're just spinning around. Yeah. Like this one, it does not actually... It tells you all the names of the dances, but then it doesn't show you them well enough to tell them apart.
0: Yeah. So when this film opens, uh, Suraj Pancholi is a waiter. He's hes a former dancer turned waiter, and he's...
1: After, haunted... a, tra- after a traumatic dance
0: <laughs> Yeah. He's haunted by a traumatic <clears throat> dance accident in yeah. his past. As are we I, all. Yeah. Isabel Kaif is a ballroom dancer who... Um, Teaches and I guess kind of co owns a ballroom dance school that is struggling, and she is
2: kind of.
1: It's a ballroom dance school (laughs) in like the fanciest area of London. It is a beautiful building. This is one of those... It's like uh, Doom 3 where they could just sell the building <laughs> and then have a dance school anywhere and there wouldn't be a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. Her and her... And- it's much
1: easier to pour- move around than a circus. You don't even need anything. I
0: believe it's her and her sister, right? Yeah, I think yeah so. so. her older sister kind of manages the dance school. She's the teacher and she is entering this like important and major dance competition with her white boyfriend and her white boyfriend's rich mother... Who was is a former ballroom dancer herself? So. She's in there as William's
1: mother. <laughs> Did she even have a name?
0: I don't know. Mer- um,
1: Martin Rycroft is William. There's so much missed opportunities here. He could have been like they could have called him William the Conqueror. That would be a funny joke. It's English. Yeah. Instead, it's just like we all love William. Everyone loves William.
0: Anyways, uh, William's mother, hell bent on winning this competition, does not like Isabel Cave. There's a lot of like. Anti-Asian it's yeah. sentiment from her. Sweet race. Uh, there's in,
1: there's never been a South Asian person in this.
0: I think they say there's never been an Asian person. Yeah. And then we and do then see some other Asian. Yeah. There's some other Asian peoples in this one. Yeah. Uh, it's, it,
1: it's a very prestigious dancing competition. I forget the name of.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not important. After an injury, because uh, she goes out partying and everyone thinks she's been drinking, but she's a good girl. No, she Rishab knows because.
1: She, he, he, she keeps throwing all the shots behind her and hitting him in the face. So he's well aware that she was not drunk. She just fell down.
0: After an injury, William finds himself another partner. And she becomes determined to heal very quickly and re-enter the competition and show that she deserves to be there. She's an excellent dancer. So... Also,
1: their dance company, their dance school is going out of business. So they need money. Yeah, them.
0: they need money. They need, they need to win this competition. They, d- they don't
1: sell their Mayfair mansion that it takes place <laughs> yeah. in. They could... They don't do that.
0: So she convinces Suresh Pancholi to be her partner and they enter the dance Get competition. Get over his dance fear. As the underdogs. Uh, and also there are love sparks. It's, it is a very typical dance movie plot where the underdogs you know, have to try and win you the dance know by competition. Looking at, <laughs> and yeah. they have to try and win the dance competition to save the dance school, okay?
1: Yes, they have to save the dance school. <laughs> and you know by looking at the Isn't poster. Not like,
0: it's not like there's really like cute kids who attend this dance school. No, and, it's like, all old people. Yeah, it's all like middle-aged people who just want yeah. to learn how to waltz. The
1: you could tell by looking at this poster if you're into this movie, right? And
0: guess what, Matt?
1: You I kind of was yeah. into
0: this movie. I will say, like, I have a fondness for the dance picture. I love um, Save the Last Dance. I love this, the Step Up series. I think it's fantastic. I love ABCD.
1: Street Dancer. I do.
0: Yeah. I, I, again, like, Street Dancer Three is not a good film. What was the one where Katrina Kaif like was it.
1: dancing in London? Um, underground Jab, Jab Tak Hai John yeah which was, is not a dance film but she it had some good dance scenes yeah it had yeah. some
0: good dance scenes I mean that's one of the reasons why I like Bollywood I just like watching people dance now I ballroom do say, dancing is
1: not as exciting
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah I'm not as into ballroom dancing it's it's not like my favorite style but I do kind of hold dance films to a different kind of criteria than other they don't other need movies. to
1: be as good
0: I, I just don't think like the plots can be generic I don't always think the acting has to be solid or believable. I just kind of think well, they lucky need... you, lucky
1: for you, <laughs> they are not.
0: I just kind of think they need to deliver on the dancing. So, I mean, we watch this film partly because I think. Audiences know we love Katrina so We want Mm -hmm. to support her little sister. And also, I love dance movies.
1: Her sister is okay. Uh,
0: This was just okay. I will say, it knows exactly what it is. And I think it delivers exactly what it needs to. It is not putting on airs. Yeah, the dancing could have been a bit more exciting. I did like watching all the crazy costumes. Yeah. Yeah. at the dance competition, I mean, but it's no strictly ballroom. I think by no think means is it strictly ballroom.
1: I gave it either two and a two and a half stars, but it was just like that's how that's what it wanted. It wasn't trying to be some sort of amazing film. It was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, we got this new star. Let's make a movie about her dancing. She's good at it. There we go.
0: I don't. The main
1: guy is just not that good at dancing. Is the problem?
0: Yeah, I don't think I have an opinion yet on Isabel Cave. I she just, didn't
1: really have a character. I just
0: don't think she had anything to do. Yeah. I I would be happy to watch her in oh, sure. another film. Um, so that was time to dance. Now, our next film, I was convinced, did not exist.
1: Let's see <laughs>
0: For years, I've just thought this movie does not exist. And and here we are, Matt.
1: Ah, good. I get a good one. Uh, so this is Sandeep or Pinky Farrar. This is the one that has been delayed for two years. Mm-hmm. And this is the one, part two of the... Paraniti Summer.
0: And this is a film that we've been looking forward to for years because yeah. it's by Dibakar Banerjee, a so, director we quite like.
1: Wikipedia says the filming began in 2017. It was supposed to come out in 2020. Then it was... I feel like it
0: was even supposed to come out earlier I thought than 2019. That. I, I remember
1: seeing a trailer I, a long yeah, time ago.
0: I've been hearing about this film for years and I just, I stopped believing it existed.
1: Yeah. So this is one of the better I'm movies of the. I'm still not
0: entirely year. sure I've seen it.
1: This is one of the better movies of the year. Yes, quite oh, easily. Think. It's um,
0: And this is one that I think I'm still gonna be thinking about in December.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it is a minor Dibakar Banergy movie, but that's better than a lot of other movies.
0: Yeah, I mean we still haven't seen Kosla Kagosla. Yeah. because uh, they took it off Netflix before we go watch it. But if I were to rank the Dibakar Energies, I would probably say this is my least favorite. But He's a director He's who got a we,
1: huge, like... His, they're so good.
0: I just... Yeah, I think yeah. all of his movies are really good. All of his movies are thought through, uh, inclu- including this one. It's just... Yeah. I, I just don't like it as much as the other ones.
1: It has three great actors in it. Well, okay. Peron E. can be kid. very good. This
0: is a great cast, actually. Yeah.
1: And Actually, well, this is three actors who probably need a director like Deba Banerjee to make them good. Because yeah. they've been... Well... One of them is always pretty good. <laughs> and Then the other one can be good. I mean, I'll just get right into it. So Paraniti Chopra plays Sandeep. Arjun Kapoor plays Pinky. And then Jideep Alawat plays Tiagi. I,
2: I think about Jideep Alawat.
1: Yeah, Nina Gupta is in there. Um, Jadeep Alawat, I think he's usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he was great in uh, Patalok. Mm-hmm. He's he's very good at kind of an authority figure with feet of clay. But even about, he's more evil in this one.
0: What about. Taxi, the movie that I the name I forget. He was the villain in that, wasn't he? I don't remember. The one with um.
1: Oh uh, yes, Ishi yeah, guitar. yeah, that movie. Kati Bati.
0: No, that's a different movie. Something like that. That's kind of gonna run of it.
1: Kelly's... something like that. Yeah. yeah, he was okay in that one.
0: Th- I'm just calling it Taxi. That was
1: him <laughs> being a uh, Manoj Bajpayee. In this one, in Taibar, yeah. Yeah, like. He's really good at being cops, with a degree of corruption <laughs> attached to yes. them. Yes. So apparently, uh, Chhabra plays uh, Sandy. I said already. She works at a big bank, which is about to debut a very big product and has been getting uh, people across India to buy into it. Mm-hmm. They're offering super high interest rates. It seems like a good deal for them, um, but she is mysteriously trying to get away from her employer, mm-hmm. uh, Pinky. Arjun Kapoor is a, uh, I think he's on, he's on suspension. He's a cop there in Haryana. He's a cop who uh, is hired to track her down and bring her in uh, by sort of a politico. And when he goes to a party to go get her, um, in the pretty awesome opening scene, we mostly don't see them. What we see instead is a car full of douchebags. Who this is a great scene. Uh, who are driving around talking about all these chicks they want to bang, etc. And they kind of like cut uh, Pinky off, and then we see them driving ahead, and then they run into uh, a bunch of cops who shoot them all like an counter killing. Mm-hmm. And then Pinky's like, "Whoa, whoa, that was meant for us. They were going to kill both of us." So they go on the run. They head towards. Um, where do they go? They They go go up to the mountains somewhere, right?
0: Yeah, they go to the Nepalese border.
1: Yeah, they're trying to go to the Nepalese border. Um, Pinky remembered a case where there was a guy who got away that way. So they hide up there and... Which
0: is totally fed to him.
1: Yeah. They hide up there and they uh, shack up with uh, Ragabir Yadav and Nina Gupta, who are an older couple who are kind of coerced into renting their house. And then... Sandeep and Pinky sort of insinuate themselves in the com- community, making friends and stuff. Still scheming to get out of there, but also kind of like liking each other and mm-hmm. learning how to deal. The Sandeep is you know rich, and she has to deal with what it's like to be poor. And Pinky has to kind of get over his uh, um, problem with his masculinity and his mm-hmm. uh, his lack of authority and power. And Jyoti Balawat is the corrupt cop who uh, sent Pinky on this. Uh, wild goose mm-hmm. chase to begin with and his tasked with tracking them down
0: the taxi movie right but the, by the way is kelly peely
1: kelly peely i was close yeah yeah um so this is a good movie um it's a very yeah. noir film which makes sense for deba energy um i could see this having been like a 40s movie basically uh, someone's called in to you know take someone out and then they have to go on the run and then a corrupt cop is after them that's yeah. That's like classic pulpy fiction stuff, right? It there. is
0: so well shot. Yeah, it's very. This pretty. is the best performance I've seen from Arjun Kapoor in years, and I yeah, think since really, Kunde. it really for me kind of reaffirms why I like him
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: and why I'm always rooting for him.
1: He's he's a big bruised ego, ego walking around.
0: Yeah, and he he does he plays it really well. I love I love his character arc and where it goes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I think that's a lovely story. We're
1: playing a song for Minute in a Minute, which is a one of our favorite songs of the year and also yeah. a very good dance scene.
0: Uh, the character of Sandeep played by Periniti Chopra, I had a harder time getting a read on. You know, she's motivated by her pregnancy. She's motivated right, I forgot by, to mention yeah, that. She's motivated by the fact that she is pregnant and that's kind of what's uh, her impetus to kind of change her life. And... I, I I get that, but I, I don't know. I don't know if Parineeti Chopra sells this character. She also sells-
1: learns that her, you know, her, the thing that her bank is putting out is bad news and she
0: Well, she knew that from the beginning. But like
1: she starts to feel bad about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's she grows a conscience, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I bought her character arc as much as I bought Arjun Kapoor's. I mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate to say it, but I think I think she's a little weak.
1: I mean, between the three of them, she probably is the weakest one, but also, she's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, among, this is among the best I've ever seen her do.
0: I I, I disagree. I think Shed Desi Romance is like, she's mm. fantastic in that.
1: And it's weird. How come she hasn't done more rom-coms?
0: Well, she's very good at Mary Pierre Bindu. Okay, like, I, never, I, I never finished with I think she's that. very good, and not because you didn't like it. You got something came up. I was
1: watching it at work and I had to do my job again. Yeah.
0: I I do want to do that that film on the show at some point because I really like Mary Perry Bindu. And
1: it's about a writer.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't know if she's quite up to the task of this character. This is a very complicated character. I didn't entirely think she delivered. But I think Arjun Kapoor is fantastic. I really like all of the supporting cast. I like a lot the... um Muna. The woman at the bank yeah. who is investigating her who has just come back from maternity leave, and I kind of like the echoing of motherhood yeah. and, and kind of, yeah, becoming a mother and, and ch- choosing between your career and your child, that, that kind of discussion that they're having between those two characters. This film is also incredibly well shot. Yeah, It looks so good. I will also say there are some very intense scenes, um, some very violent scenes that could have...
1: They could have crossed the line, but they didn't. They
0: could have crossed the line. They could have easily become kind of exploitative. And I think Banerjee has such a good handle on these things. This is a great movie.
1: My they, favorite character is probably, well, I like him all, but Muna, Rahul Kumar, he's a kid in town. I love him. Who has the same bracelet thing that Salman Khan has in Rod Hay and other movies. Yeah, and He's, he
0: and Arjun Kapoor, Pinky, they connect kind of be because they love Salman Khan. They love Salman
1: Khan movies and uh, yeah, they kind of become buddies and yeah, it's it's just two people who are pretty isolated, integrating themselves into a community even though they don't want to. Yeah. They kind of find themselves, you know, out of their element, but they they grow
0: yeah, Of all the films on the list, this is the one I most want to rewatch because I think its interrogation of gender is really interesting and I'd like mm-hmm. to dig into that more. I really like this film. I think it's really well shot.
1: That's one of the better um, ones of the year.
0: At this point now, we have three films starring Arshanko For and Piraniti Chopra. So. We could do an Arjun Kapoor, Periniti Chopra episode. People say Ishak
1: Jade is really good. And what's the f- the other one?
0: Oh, it's Namaste London and it's terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that that could be an interesting episode if people want to hear it.
1: Please don't make us do that right away. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I highly recommend this movie. I joke that it's I mean, a movie. I mean, we love Debra
1: Carpenter. We movies. do. Yeah.
0: I joke that this is a movie that does not exist, but I'm so glad it has finally come out. Mm-hmm. All right. Our our next film is our last film before interval. These episodes are always so long. Hey, we're only an like,
1: hour in. So every it's time not we bad. sit down
0: to record one, they get longer and longer. I think you having seen all of the movies now is making is me it a it longer. Up? Yeah, yeah. I tried to be so quick on time to dance, and yet I feel like we talked about hey, it too. No, longer.
1: that's good pod. You wanna? No one else is gonna talk about that movie. Someone has to. And if you can get a few jokes out of it and a couple of smiles, that's all you need.
0: Excellent. All right. Uh, this is the the last film in the year of Parineeti Chopra. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's
1: if, so far, so far, maybe there's some more in the in the hopper. I don't know.
0: Uh, this is Saina. It is a biopic. This of is a the, movie
1: that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, it's a biopic of the badminton player Saina Nawal. Uh, oh, what to, what to say about this film? It's directed by Amal Gupta. Uh, from what I understand, this was released in theaters, but it's now available on streaming. We watched it on Amazon Prime. Yes, it was three released theatrically um, March 26th, but we watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh, I guess the only other kind of notable name or relatively notable name in the cast is Manav Kohl, who I always think of as just playing like Vidya Balan's husband in things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I like him. Here he's kind of playing a bit of like the villain, which...
1: In as much as this movie has a villain, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In as much as it has a He's
1: the Rajan Academy guy, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah he's her coach. Um, yeah, in as much as this movie has a villain. Um so the basic plot line of this movie that's is
1: a, that's a better poster than the other one. The other one has three <laughs> pictures of parenting Chopper and it reminds me of that like the three wolves. <laughs> yeah. Each looking in a different direction, looking scary. Yeah.
0: Um so the the basic plot of this is that Young girl is good at badminton, grows up to become best Grated. at badminton. badminton. <laughs> best at badminton. Um, it's, I don't know. I know a lot of people really liked the Emma Stoney film. I did not because, again, I thought it suffered from the same problem of just like, this woman's life... I ultimately don't find that interesting like, well the
1: thing that she's is a sports
0: the- prodigy who then has been really good at sports
1: that's funny that shraddha kapoor was originally signed to. okay <laughs> <laughs> well
0: okay <laughs> that, that would have been maybe role, more interesting actually. this role is like ideal for deepa deepa Kapatukong because yes. deepa paddock's father is like the other but, big indian badminton player
1: do, and does I, she like badminton because we've seen her play it in uh Om um, Shanti Om. Um, briefly, but I don't know if she actually is any good at it.
0: I'm pretty sure she does. She did play badminton before before becoming an actress. Hmm. Uh, that being said, I can see her maybe not wanting to, you know, to do this sort of thing. I can yeah. see her maybe wanting to, you know, like. She's carving her own path, not like... No badminton,
1: or recreational badminton at most.
0: Yeah, not like living within the legacy of her father. But I didn't know that badminton is really popular in Denmark, which now makes sense as to why Topeka Padukone was born in Copenhagen.
1: Yeah. I feel like... Those are the two... India and Denmark are like the big places, but also the... China. China, the Philippines.
0: China's huge, yeah.
1: And believe it or not, badminton is the one sport I, at one point, thought I was good at. Uh, I, I like playing badminton. Yeah. I think it's fun. I, I, I say, would happily play some more badminton.
0: Like there is a setback in terms of like she is injured. It's a sports biopic. You no, know, there's a big setback um, that
1: we looked up. We couldn't find if it happened because her mom gets hit by a motorcycle. Yeah. Did that yeah. happen?
0: Well, and the thing is, I don't know. I <laughs> if they
1: thought that up to make the movie more exciting, that is one of the like most hilarious assholes I've ever seen in my life. This movie is dragging. Let's hit the mother with a motorcycle.
0: I assume it happened. But I There were no
1: pictures of him in the hospital or anything.
0: Yeah, the but there there's this like subplot in MS Stoney where his like girlfriend is hit by a car. And to this it's day It works so well
1: in that one that they brought it into this To one. this
0: day, I think that's made up. If anyone knows, please let me know, but I I honestly think that that was manufactured drama to make the film more interesting. So, we've seen a lot of sports biopics from Bollywood I think essentially since Bog Milk we're about to see we've th- seen
1: almost all of the ones that came out yeah Yeah,
0: we're about to see another one with Farhan Akhtar Tufan um, and I think like either
1: is that based on a real guy I think so okay
0: apologies if it's not um, but you know I love Bog Milk I love Dangal I think Mary Calm is quite good I quite liked Surma. Uh but I just I think when when there isn't really any any Kind of narrative that they can cling on to. Like, they just... They couldn't find something to say about Sina. I think I'm happy for her
1: in real life. Because her life, apart from her mother getting hit by a motorcycle, maybe, has been relatively... Which I
0: don't think is a huge spoiler. It happens pretty early on in the film.
1: It's before the interval. Yeah. Like... Her life seems to go pretty well. And it doesn't really well. have an
0: impact on the rest of the film.
1: No, she had an impact on the motorcycle, but that's about it. But
0: they're trying to create that same sort of dramatic tension that you had in Mary Calm, where she's like boxing, but her twins are maybe clinging for life. Which again, like,
1: and she came from a war zone. Totally she lived. She Maddie lived in a place Patrick. that was very yeah. difficult.
0: Yeah, I just, I think, I think the better sports biopic. I don't know.
1: B- Sina's mom forgot to put the papers in on time, so they had to kind of sneak her into badminton practice day one. And that's, like, one of the biggest problems of the whole movie. She
0: drinks too much milk. Yeah, she
1: drinks too much milk. She has to eat more vegetables.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I just, I think the better that was, ones... I, I bet
1: that was put in for Peronici Chopper to be like, I lost weight. You know, I did it again. I think... She the, loves that in movies.
0: Well, it's put in there so that the, so that the dairy... Producer could sponsor. The oh film. right,
1: yes, this movie is actually an ad for Dairy and Yonex, the uh, company that makes every badminton thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the better sports biopics are are ones that maybe it's not just because the the figures at the center of them had to overcome things like partition, mm-hmm. as with Bag, but because R.I.P. They found a narrative. He just died. Yes, that is it's too bad. It's very sad. Him and his wife, who was a swimmer.
2: Uh mm-hmm. Uh
0: huh. I, I think it's because they've found a way to make the story kind of about the individual, but stand for something more. Stand for something more, usually about the nation, usually She about goes India. to the
1: Olympics, wins a bronze medal. This is not even in the movie, no. basically. They get they mention it, but like, you think that that would be a big part of her life.
0: I don't think they were able to develop a theme or develop her as a symbol or like... Use her life to say anything greater. There's, it just to me, it just feels like young girl is good at badminton, grows up to be very good at badminton. There's
1: so many movies about boxing, because boxing is inherently cinematic. Yeah. Uh, and running, you know, that's a metaphor. Getting well, away Luka from
0: boss, like that's a boxing movie. It's not a great boxing. It's movie. not a. It's not a biopic. I but can't think of any metaphors great.
1: for badminton though. Right? Well, and like I, what, what does it symbolize?
0: I do like sports movies because I think kind of the dramatic tension, as you say, is there. Like *Chak De India*, mm-hmm. like you know, and and just kind of the way that's that about you, a team
1: getting together and yeah, a former disgraced the, uh, player.
0: The way that you can it's use the sports to, dis, to discuss nation building, to discuss community, to discuss. The triumph of the human spirit. Like these, these are kind think of.
1: Think about a- Amir Khan standing up in the closet when his oh my daughter God, and he can hear the uh, the uh, national anthem going off.
0: Well, and exactly, and and they they took those those women's stories and they made it about feminism. They made it about women's rights. I just I don't think they do anything with with Sina's life here, and I don't know. Maybe that's a a detriment to the real life figure. I don't know much about her. It seems like she's. Married. It also seems like maybe I disagree with her politically based on yeah. what I've heard. She's
1: also not a um, match for Perunita. Um, really, yeah. There's, also, act- there's other actresses who kind of look yeah, a lot more. They like stick
0: her. a really big mole on her cheek. Again, Sa- yes. Newell,
1: More low, more low. Fun Perunita's face.
0: Nawal does have a mole in the same spot, but I did not find her, like it's when not I look like at, a
1: dime size. Yeah,
0: when I look at pictures of the of Nawal... Her, it doesn't stick out it's as a, much. It's a beauty it's mark. Not like, it's not that big. Yeah. Whereas this, it's just like they've drawn a giant yeah. black dot on her face. It, I, It's not flattering.
1: You can't see it on the uh, poster, though. There's a shovel clock. There's a shuttle the
0: clock. The well, you can kind of see it behind the shuttlecock. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it the year of Piraniti Chopra?
1: No. I don't think so. No I, one is going to watch two out of the three of these movies.
0: I think she's given better performances. I agree.
1: Yes. <laughs> Than Sina? Yes. 100%. <laughs> Um,
0: All right, that leads us to our interval song. Are you still with us, listener?
1: It's Farrar from Sandeep or Pinky Farrar. Yeah, can Good you set song. up this
0: song? This song is so great.
1: Uh, so Sandeep and Pinky are kind of made to go to a wedding. They're doing a deal there. And we know that Pinky likes Salman Khan movies because he's I more
0: meant set it up in that it's a fake Salman a... Khan song. Well, I'm getting
1: to that. He likes Salman Khan movies. His ringtone is from Da Bong, I think. Someone will remember about that. But it's from a recognizable movie. But in this one, him and Muna talk about uh, Farrar 3, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And we looked it up like, but that movie doesn't exist. So this is a song from the imaginary film Farrar 3 about escaping, uh, being on the run. Yeah. And it's really good because uh, Pinky goes on stage and kind of semi-drunkenly dances with the groom. And then
0: he gets really into it.
1: And Then, yeah. It's, it's like... Napoleon Dynamite kind of yeah. where, you know, you don't think this guy's gonna be any good, but it turns out like, oh yeah, he's practiced this in his room a bunch of times, and this is the first time that anyone's ever known it's that he could do it. it's
0: So relatable, and it's so clever, and it's such a great way to stick a pop, like to stick a bop, to stick a pop song in the middle of your movie. otherwise very meta. serious movie, and
1: it's meta too. Yeah, it's I so like meta. a meta. All
0: right, this is Ferrar.
1: Hi there, I'm Brendan, a Certified Home Inspector with Rumi. Do you have a problem that needs fixing? Whether it's big or small, inside or outside, let me help you find out what's really going on. You can call me by phone, or we can take a look together over video chat. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, and go to Ask a Home Inspector to book your appointment with me today.
0: Hello, I'm Elizabeth Bonkink.
1: I'm Andrew Paul.
0: And we're the hosts of The Well Endowed Podcast.
1: The Well Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation, or ECF as we call it.
0: ECF provides grants to charities through the endowment funds we create and manage with our donors.
1: Hence the title
2: of our show, The Well Endowed Podcast. Every month, we bring you a collection of stories and interviews with fascinating guests who are working to make Edmonton a strong, vibrant city to live in. Through these stories, we look
1: at the space where endowments intersect with your communities.
0: So, if you're interested in the people and issues
2: impacting your community, check out the Well All
1: right, so that was Farrar from Sandeepor Pinky Farrar. Uh, next up is Pogalate, which is a Netflix movie. Um, I don't think it came out in theaters, did it? No. no. So, this was a straight up Netflix movie uh, released in March again, 2021. This year, uh, written and directed by Umesh Bist, and it features Sanya Malhotra, Ashutosh Rana, Shruti Sharma, and Ragabir Yadav in lead roles. This is kind of a uh, uh, sort of a Hindi equivalent to Knives Out, I think.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Follow me on this one. Sure. So, okay, I,
0: I I, see what you're getting at.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Sanya Malhotra plays Sandhya. Who is married to a guy named Astik, who we never actually see, Yeah. because by the time the movie starts, he's died, mm-hmm. and, and they've been
0: married for less than a year.
1: He was like six months or something. Yeah. Like they were not married for long, um, and basically, she lives at her uh, parents' in, or her in-laws' house with the rest of the family, and uh, various people are coming for the uh, various rituals and things that happen over a course of like two weeks. So his brother. Has to shave his head and do a lot of like kind of uh, religious stuff. They're a very Hindu family. Um, and the mother and the father, they're worried about money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aztec uh, was doing well enough at his job that he got his dad to retire.
0: Yeah, he was supporting them.
1: Yeah. And there's some business about buying another house. And uh, yeah, like all of these different people come into the house. And uh, Sanya Mahotra is isolated from all of them. She's in mourning. She does have a friend who comes by. That's Shruti Sharma, plays Nazia. Uh, She hangs out with her and, you know, helps her get food and stuff, and they occasionally escape the house to go get uh, Golgapas Mm -hmm. or um, talk to uh, Sayani Gupta. So what Aztec never told uh, Sanyamalhotra's character is that he was actually still in love with his uh, colleague Akansha. Who, they went to school together and they had like a fairly passionate uh, life.
0: I mean, we don't know if he was still in love with her.
1: Well, she finds a picture of her and it says like, I love you or something on the back. So, yes, Ostic is kind of, we don't, we never know his motivation.
0: We don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I think it's probably fair to keep a photo of one of your exes. Sure.
1: But Senua Hotra knew I don't, sure. I don't knew think no- that's... Sanyin Mahodra knew nothing about this, yeah. and is justifiably pretty pissed off because she felt that it was a fairly loveless relationship.
0: Well, exactly. She's kind of she is surprised by her reaction to her husband's death because she is not necessarily as torn up as maybe she should be. And she they weren't more, married
1: that long, and it was it seemed like kind of an arranged thing.
0: Yeah, she's realizing that maybe there there wasn't the romance or passion in their marriage. That it hadn't developed for her to really kind of feel satisfied. She's kind of discovering that she had given up her career, she's educated, mm-hmm. uh, in order to be with this man and that she
1: and didn't, live with this whole family.
0: And she didn't really know him. Uh, I think this film actually shares a lot in common with Ruhi in terms of themes. Yes. Um, and in terms of kind of denouement. I really liked this. The Knives Out
1: comparison, though, is that she's the outsider in a family full of kind of oddballs. Yeah. And eventually we find out that Aztec had life insurance Mm -hmm. and that she is due like five million rupees. So, like, she could definitely change the financial courses of this family. And then some of them start acting against her. Yeah. And some of them start sucking up. And it's also like... They're in this awkward situation, and then money comes in, and it becomes this big thing.
0: But there's no murder mystery.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) I I thought this was going to be more interesting, because when she starts talking to Akansha, uh, who we do like that actor, Saini Gupta. Yeah,
0: Saini Gupta's great.
1: It almost felt like they were kind of like having a thing themselves. And, yes. I, I was, I and it's was,
0: hard not to read that, I guess, because of like Marguerite of the Straw was the first time I saw Sanya Gupta. And I I think that's still yeah. kind of a role and that I, I return to in my mind when I see her.
1: And she's like, uh, Sanya Mahodra's like, well, so what was he like when he was in love? And she starts talking about that. And it was kind of trending towards maybe they would hook up. And I thought that would be a much more interesting movie. Yeah, Like this, this is an exploration of grief, what it does to people uh what families do and pretty and also um, of women's roles yeah and a lot of detailed looks at uh sort of the rituals that are done when someone dies so we don't really know that stuff we're yeah. not hindus so learning that kind of thing especially the role of the younger brother all the stuff he has to do i thought was really interesting um yeah it was it's i i found it interesting i you know i don't know if i want to watch it again anytime soon but i thought Sanya Mahotra was really good I thought that uh, um, Sandy Gupta's good, the asshole over older uh, uncle guy yeah he's, he's that guy, whenever that guy shows up, you know he's going to be a problem. Um, I mean, I thought the cast was good.
0: the grandmother's great.
1: grandmother's good. I thought maybe there's a couple too many people the her mother is this kind of weird uh, religious person who wants to ward off the evil eye, and there's a lot of characters it's there's a lot of people that you have to keep track of. You do get to know all of them by the end though yeah so.
0: I really liked this. And
1: Raggedy Riada shows up again. Yeah. I As crotchy old man.
0: I really liked this. I I think it's kind of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. I think, you know... you. It
1: introduces a ton of people all at once.
0: Yeah, and it's not... I mean, spending time with a family grieving maybe doesn't sound like the most fun thing you could But watch. It's, it's
1: an experience that we've both had. Yeah, and it I think also... It felt pretty true to life.
0: Yeah, like what it reveals about family dynamics and about people... Yeah, it felt really true to life even though obviously, you know, like you say we do not come from a traditional Hindu family. We are not Indian, but I think that kind of experience of grief and and kind of a family thrown back together through yeah. this horrible circumstance when you know you you lose touch with your family because you're off busy like busy living your lives and then at this point, you know, the things that bring you together are weddings and grief. I did like we never see Astic.
1: He's always remembered or you see his stuff yeah uh, that was smart because um, yeah. then you, he never gets a chance Did to explain lo- himself
0: i never quite understood how he died i guess i wondered if it was suicide
1: i don't think it was suicide i think they would have been a lot more pissed off it okay because the
0: mother is so relieved that like his soul will be forgiven of his sins it could be they,
1: they they maybe that's why they go the whole nine yards with all the religious stuff my i thought it would be like a heart defect or something I think if it was suicide, they would have. Yeah. They would have been a lot more ashamed of it.
0: Yeah, I guess like I'm not I'm I'm not sure if it was ever explained how he died.
1: No, I I thought I, like a heart defect or something. Yeah,
0: at times I wondered if it was suicide. Yeah. Uh, I really like this movie. Yeah, I just I think Sanya Lahotra is like again.
1: She's fantastic. The, she's the Mario to Naranowitz what's <laughs> Wario.
0: Yeah, she's. Fantastic. I pretty much love her in everything I've seen her in. I'm glad that she did not have to wear the wigs that she had to wear for Shakuntala Debbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would have been nice if she would gotten an acid wash jean jacket. Uh, yeah, I really like this. I She's think, in
1: a Asari the whole movie. Like This is a very traditional family. Yeah,
0: I think it's well worth yeah. watching.
1: It's a um, bit of a bummer, but uh, I think it is worth ending. watching though.
0: Yeah, it's a very satisfying film. It has,
1: it has jokes, too. Like, it's not completely depressing the whole time. Here we go. Oh, Here we go, Matt. Oh, so happy I get to do this one. You I'm just doing, did I'm, do- no, I'm, I'm doing it. Okay,
0: fine. Uh, why did we watch this, Matt?
1: Because uh, I picked it. <laughs> um, I thought the poster looked cool. Do you not agree? Yep. The poster is much cooler than the movie. Uh, so this is Koi Janina. And I think if they played their cards right, which they won't, this could be the next Birdemic or something. <laughs> because this movie is so off the wall and like incredibly stupid <laughs> that it could be like a camp cult classic. <laughs> right? But they're not going to market it as like, watch the incredibly stupid movie that Amir Khan produced for some reason. Well, because we of his know buddies. What he, yeah, we know why he produced he, it. And this was apparently edited, if I remember right, by the guy who edited Lagan. We have confirmed. This was edited by the guy who did *Lagan*, And I have to say that this is some of the most incomprehensible editing I've seen in a commercial Hindi picture.
0: Balu Saluja.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he had, like, four hours to get it in on time, but he did not bring his A-game. Nobody did. So, what is this movie? Well, it's about a guy named Kabir played by Kunal Kapoor.
0: There is so much plot thrown at
1: us. Here it comes. I'm (laughs) going to do it. So, Kabir is an author who is perhaps best known for his um, motivational books.
0: Do It You Can.
1: Do It You Can, which features (laughs) two ellipses somehow. And he is, in the world of Khoi Jani Na, one of the most famous people Who exists? Yeah, in India. Any time that like a news broadcast is on, it's talking about bizarre contractual problems he's having with his uh, with his publishing company. Yeah, this is this is like CNN level news.
0: Yeah, it felt a bit like like if he had like the like like a, a bit like George R R Martin, but instead of writing like a big fantasy series that everyone is like waiting for the last installment and frustrated that like he doesn't seem to be getting to it he's like really really attractive writes self-help books and is also dealing with a divorce yeah
1: um the contractual <laughs> so error not
0: at all like jrr martin
1: the contractual error do you want to know what J. R. R. it is
0: not at all like grr martin
1: do you want to know what the contractual error is <laughs> sure he is supposed to deliver another motivational book you're right without writing any other books in the me- yeah, in the meantime. He's
0: contractually <laughs> obligated to not write other books.
1: Yeah. It's called the right of first refusal and it's real. Yeah. This is this is completely based in reality. But <laughs> But does
0: it make news? Does it make headlines? No, this <laughs> would never
1: make any news. No one would give a shit about this ever. Yeah. Uh but what we find him disguised as a like a fat sea guy, right? It's
0: GRR R. Martin.
1: George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. George R.R. R. He is disguised as like a fat Sikh guy and trying to get into a nightclub called Ego. Yeah. Um, he sneaks in through the back and then watches Amir Khan. Pretty sexy Amir Khan, actually. He looks pretty good. <laughs> he,
0: di- he looks great.
1: Do a Bollywood number with like the floor show lady. Yeah. Uh, after that happens, he accidentally on purpose maybe murders a guy with a taser then uh, we hear all about this uh, contractual issue and we hear that he's going up to his writing retreat uh, at Panchgani. Yeah. Uh, on the way there, he uh, <laughs> picks up a hitchhiker called Suhana, played by Amriya Dastur, who is a manic pixie dream girl type. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't care where she's going. She's just happy to be on the road. Uh, they drive to Ponchgani and um, yeah, he works on his book for a while. <laughs> uh, she starts working at the hotel And then they start getting harassed by a guy named uh, Ricky...
0: Ricky Rosario. Ricky Rosario. Such a good name. The
1: most going guy who ever existed. Yeah. He is named Ricky Rosario. He has a big crucifix on his chest and he dresses like a sleazy detective, which he is. Mm -hmm. He's been hired by Kabir's wife Mm -hmm. to spy on him and also make the, the gardener, Bindia. Yeah. She's supposed to seduce him so that she can... Divorce him for cheating on her or something. Also, there is a serial killer on the loose who is lightly ins not lightly who is inspired by the works of Kabir Kapoor's pseudonym. Sorry, Khan. Z- 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 Zahan, Khan? Zahan Khan. Zahan Khan. Zahan Khan. And this is a sort of pulpy style book series <laughs> about a guy who like avenges people in the underground. Zaron Khan. Zaron Khan, right. Yeah. yeah. So in the middle of him trying to write this book, he's dealing with this Mary pixie dream girl he's, he's found. Even
0: trying to write the book, I can't he, tell. He's
1: also being menaced by a, um, a sleazy detective who's taking pictures of him all the time. There's a serial killer on the loose. This movie is a disaster. Oh, it's. It it's... Is-
0: all over the place. one there of the is worst so much plot that's, that's
1: maybe the first forty minutes I've told you. More stuff happens. but this is like one of the worst edited and like composed movies I've <laughs> ever seen in Hindi cinema. It looks like it was shot on an iPhone 8. it um, it occasionally tries to show you like what the world of Zahan Khan's books is like by doing that kind of filter that makes it look sort of like you have Bende dots. <laughs> Like you're an engraving yeah. and like large scenes of the film are shot through this <laughs> and it looks awful. I think they're just trying to do like a Sin City type thing, but it's done on an Instagram filter. Um, But I loved it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: this is a one and a half star and a like on yeah, Letterboxd. This,
1: is, this movie worked so hard for its one and a half stars. <laughs> I think that everyone should watch it and just goof on it because this movie sucks but also it's is
0: truly terrible, but
1: it's also yeah. like, so engaging <laughs> because you generally will probably have no idea what's going to happen next until you do. And then you'll feel smart like me.
0: Yeah. Raman Haji is in Lagan, Um, so kind of where this like the pseudo, director. Yeah. Yeah. The writer and director. So where this kind of pseudo Lagon reunion comes from, and his opening kind of, um, production company logo was like his character. He's from the Ligon. drum guy. Yeah. Um, Atul Kulkarni is uh, another character who kind of comes up later on in the film. And also, uh, Raj Zuchi is one playing- of our favorite
1: sort of character actors.
0: Yeah, and um, I think one of the reviews we read said playing the most Raj Duchi character ever he is up. a He
1: is a drunken father who waves a gun around.
0: Yeah, um, and so kind of like, yeah, there's this kind of, yeah, this Lagon reunion aspect to it.
1: Just the from shoddiest the,
0: from some of goddamn the
1: Ligon reunion.
0: The Amir Khan.
1: They shove cameo. an Amir Khan song in the beginning. This comes up never again. And
0: Amir Khan produced it.
1: It's a it's actually like a really well done musical number and I and, liked it but yeah it is they spent all the money on that and then about $4 were left to make the rest of the <laughs> Yeah movie.
0: and Ashutosh Gowariker does get a like special thanks in the opening.
1: Yeah. And I uh, bet he was just like "Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you put my name anywhere near this? This is worse than Mohenjo-Daro?"
0: <laughs> this movie is a mess. Like I don't I don't even know where to start. With how messy it is, it's truly terrible. But I kind of loved every minute mm-hmm. of it. I have no idea if if Kunal Kapoor and who's mostly and,
1: known for Rang De Bisanti, yeah. also with Amir Khan. Yeah, he, he's I liked him in that. He's very he, good. At he that. forgot how to act in the meantime, though.
0: I have no idea if he and
1: um, he owes Amir Khan money. <laughs> Amir no, Amir Khan ha- owes him money, so they gave him a job.
0: I have no idea if he and Amira uh, Destor. Destor have any idea that they are in like the campiest movie of the year? And she's <laughs> most known for is... Kung
1: Fu Yoga, which was actually pretty good. I don't remember her being like a disaster in that movie.
0: Yeah, she was also in Mr. X with Emron Hashmi, which uh, I don't, didn't really like. And Kalakandi, which is quite good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think she I is most remember probably her for the Kung worst Fu actor yoga. in the movie.
1: She does a terrible job.
0: Yeah, I have no idea if they like have any idea. I I feel like they're both very committed to this terrible, terrible film. You can, you Uh, can tell. I think Atul, Kulkarni... he knows what movie he's in. Cole Carney, and who's ever playing the. the female police officer who is investigating yeah. these murders she's fantastic she's just like I think
1: that's Vidya Malavade
0: She's just de- like delivering her line readings like she's chewing this into she's scenery. Like, she's fantastic She's
1: like Harvey Bullock in the Batman universe <laughs> She's so just good over it but also <laughs> Like she says that her her district has really only dealt with like pickpockets and stuff lately and now that people are dying. Yeah. But like she was born to be a murder detective. She's great at it. It's Ricky Rosario, I like that guy. I love
0: Ricky Rosario. This yeah. And also this movie. That would be a good cosplay. Not one, but two secret murder rooms. Two
1: secret murder rooms. So like <laughs> with diagrams on the wall and a bunch of like oh, my, weird okay. graffiti.
0: My favorite details that the production designers in like designing their murder rooms, we're like, let's just chop open some glow sticks and like throw them around. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just. Let's glowing this on the neon wall. dots
1: everywhere. and mannequins. Everyone needs a mannequin. One of them oh. sort of makes sense. The other one is just sitting there in a bathtub.
0: Uh, yeah. This is this is a t- like this is truly bad. But
1: yeah. if we were to recommend any two movies, I would say Sunday por Pinky <laughs> Ferrar. And then this one. Uh no, this- and Sherney. Sherney's yeah. good too. Yeah,
2: exactly. But uh, uh, watch this.
1: Get a little <laughs> drunk. Watch it. You know, if you live with people, watch it with them. Have a good time.
0: If you're fully vaccinated and you're at a place where you can like have people over, this might be a good time.
1: This is a good movie to smoke a bowl
0: we and just kind of
1: reveling because it.
0: A good time is
1: truly <laughs> awful, but it, I had a wonderful time. There's another movie that's even worse. That I didn't have a wonderful. Time.
0: Yeah, it's coming up soon. Yeah. So next we have the Big Bull. This came out on April eighth on Hot Star. It stars Abhishek bakchan and Elena de Cruz. Uh, okay, it's a biopic. It's kind of like the Bollywood equivalent to The Wolf of Wall Street, but but nowhere near as
1: debauched. Yes. It's like if you liked The Wolf of Wall Street but were very interested in the financial instruments that were being bought and sold and not in, like, the dwarf tossing, the sex, the cocaine, the quaaludes, all that stuff that shows the moral degradation of the financial industry as being like the gangster industry. This is that, but all about the financial stuff. Yeah,
0: it's all about the financial stuff. So Elena DeGruz plays uh, an author who's at, like, a very kind of swanky book launch. One of she's, the fanciest
1: book launches I've ever seen. Yeah,
0: she's written a book about the big bull. This kind of uh, figure from the nineteen eighties. Uh, this financial He's a real guy. Yeah, this financial trader who has kind of this rags to riches story who ultimately like, ended up in jail for corruption. I understand so his scam,
1: too. They did explain it.
0: Yeah, so she's narrating kind of his story because she's released a book on him and also how back in the 80s slash 90s, she was a financial investigative journalist who kind of was hell-bent on... She was a thorn on, in his side. Yeah, she was a thorn in his side. She was hell-bent on kind of revealing... Uh, his true colors. Now, I'm not going to get into I explaining the financial scheme. It's easy. Well, yeah. So it involves like, bo- like it involves being a go between banks.
1: Yeah. Banks lend each other all the money yeah. all the time. And I guess in India, you needed a trader like a, T-A- a T-R-A-D-E-R, a mm-hmm. trader to kind of hold the, the money for a day in between the transaction. Mm-hmm. But what uh, the big bull figures out is that, you know, if the bank lends you, they're essentially giving it to you in your name and then you give it to the bank the next day. Mm-hmm. But what he figures out is that they've given you a bunch of money and you could try and do something with it in that day. And then if you get another bank to lend you money or do a transaction with you, it's called a BR. If you get the next bank to do it, then you use the second bank's money to pay off the first bank's transaction. Right. And you keep rolling it forward. And then you get a little bit of uh, extra money to play around with. And then you get the interest on whatever your deals are.
0: He also gets involved in insider trading. Yeah, kind he's, of the first scheme is insider trading. Yeah,
1: so he does insider trading too. But I guess the stock exchange at this time, he's like the first guy that figures out that they're giving free money away. You can use it. You just have to give it back later. Mm-hmm. And he's able to use that to essentially kickstart... Like, the the commercial trading industry in India. Because average people did not buy stocks. And he makes it so that the stock market grew. Mm-hmm. And, and he it, only did it by just em- making up fake money.
0: And interestingly, unlike The Wolf of Wall Street, which is a film I do not like. It's a pump and
1: dump that scheme. There. That's a very easy scheme.
0: Yeah. But unlike The Wolf of Wall Street, the film doesn't have contempt for this guy. Instead, it kind of, like, ultimately wants to, like him.
1: Yeah, and that's why the movie doesn't work.
0: And that's part of why the movie doesn't work because he's like truly a corrupt individual who's taking advantage he's taking advantage of loopholes in the system. But what he's doing is like clearly
2: illegal and wrong.
1: Well, he's also massively inflating stocks yeah. and getting people to buy them just because oh, he says it's going to be a good one. But eventually that stock will go down and he is not going to be holding the bag. Someone else is going to lose money because he said it was a good deal.
0: And so it's fascinating because it focuses on the less fun aspects of things, whereas, you know, like I say, The Wolf of Wall Street focuses on the fun aspects, um, and yet has, like, complete admiration for this guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I found this a very confusing film. I did appreciate how well it explained the finances at work because I would Mm -hmm. never understand that.
1: Yeah, you you don't need to know anything about the liquidity of the stock market in the 80s to get at this.
0: But the overall message of the film I found kind of problematic. Uh, also, this is the most unattractive Abhishek Bachchan has ever been, which, yeah. I mean, maybe he's, you know, trying to look it's like the real... It's a long pandemic.
1: Real... Maybe he's... he's
0: trying to look like the real guy, but I did not, I did not appreciate that. The <laughs> only things
1: I've ever seen, like the only reviews or anything I've seen of this movie... Keep comparing it to the TV show Scam nineteen ninety two I think it's nineteen ninety two, which is on Sony Live and it's like a ten episode miniseries mm-hmm. about this guy, and that is apparently very good. Mm. It just is not available here. So anytime you say, oh yeah, this is like a worse version of that, cool. Like I don't know, I can't see that one. So yeah. this is this is a mediocre movie. Um, and yeah, it's it's valorization of this guy. It ends off as like he'll always be the big bull, and that's like saying. The tornado that hit Edmonton will always be the big tornado that hit Edmonton. Just big things are not necessarily good.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just I couldn't I couldn't quite get a handle on like what I was supposed to take away from this film.
1: I feel like we should have no, if we known anything about it. For us, it's like watching a movie about Bernie Madoff. Like, yeah, he also did a big scheme. He's bad though. We don't like Bernie Madoff. Why would we be interested in? Why would we think that he's cool? Well,
0: yeah, and and even though I think like the Wolf of Wall Street does have problems in the way that it glamorizes Jordan Belfort, I still believe that like Martin Scorsese does have contempt for him. Whereas he he absolutely
1: hates Jordan Belfort. Whereas the makers of this movie think that the big bull was actually pretty cool. It's
0: Kuki Kuki Golati who directed it. I don't know. I think maybe they have admiration for him
1: and. So, I guess this is history, so it's not a spoiler, but he dies in jail and it is implied that he's been murdered by the cops yeah. who, like, tie him to a car and make him run and have a heart attack? That's really interesting. How come that yeah. wasn't, like, a bigger part of the movie? As opposed to, oh, well, he got another BR from the bank and he's uh, he's bought a new house, like, okay, he's dealing with politicians. He, he gave the prime minister a million dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt, we're in the home stretch here. We can do this. This, this one's me. This is too long. Well, no, you got two in a row. I get two in a row. Okay. Uh, this is Hello, Charlie. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> I hope you enjoy this one. Uh,
0: this is an Amazon Prime film. Worst movie uh, I have
1: seen in at least the past two or three years.
0: Produced by Farron Akhtar. If you're confused by Amir Khan producing uh, Khoi Janaina, I'm confused by Farron Akhtar producing what Hello, are the, Charlie. What
1: are they doing? <laughs> Why is <laughs> this happening? Directed by
0: Pankaj uh, Swat. Uh, It sort of stars Jackie Shroff.
1: Jackie Shroff was involved in the production for at least two (laughs) or three days, I have to assume.
0: Um, uh, Adar Jane and uh, Shloka Pandit. Uh, There's a
1: hot lady and a dumb guy.
0: Yeah, the basic plot of this
1: He's a big bull type (laughs) character.
0: (laughs) Is that uh, Charlie is like a dumb pizza delivery guy who gets the opportunity, he gets paid a bunch of money to essentially drive an ape uh, across, like, from one town to another town. It seems like maybe Uh, the work of
1: a day, maybe a day and a half. Uh,
0: He's told that this, like, gorilla is, like, a famous gorilla that performs... What he doesn't know is that it's actually doesn't
1: he do dancy dancy booby booby? What? Yeah.
0: What he doesn't know is that it's actually Jackie Shroff in a gorilla suit because Jackie Shroff is like a corrupt financial guy. Yeah, he's a big
1: bull type guy who's ripped off a bunch of people. and yeah. needs to leave town.
0: Who is uh yeah trying to trying to leave town so that he doesn't face prosecution. Uh, on his way from Mumbai to, I don't remember where they're going, but some...
1: Somewhere on the coast so he can yeah. uh, take a boat to yeah. Dubai, I think.
0: Exactly. So on his way from Mumbai to wherever they're going, where uh, Jackie Shroff is going to escape. Hijinks ensue. It is a truly terrible film. Do we need to say anything else? Yeah, I think so. Okay, this is, wow. What else do we have to say? So... This is what happens when you have seen yeah, all the movies. I could just like sum this it up. This is how and... podcast
1: magic happens. So, Jackie Shroff has a like two or three scenes at the beginning of the movie. And then for two-thirds of the movie is in like... Do you remember Battlestar Galactica how they would have like helmet cam and you would see like yes. Starbuck and Apollo and yes. the light up in their face? This is him inside the ape suit. Yeah. But... He's not actually in the ape suit. He's just no way. There's
0: no way he's in the ape suit. (laughs) He's
1: he's in a dark room with like a light in his face, and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe I have to do this." Or, "Oh, why? uh, This guy's so stupid."
0: There is one thing I liked about this movie. There's a running joke that Jackie Shroff's character he hates hates bananas. bananas. And I know what you're thinking, like, that's a really cheap joke. And I agree, it, it doesn't work. It's but even cheaper. You know what? I hate bananas. And so I really appreciated a character who hates bananas. But Bananas are gross. It's
1: even cheaper because he doesn't like them because his name is, like, BK Bananas. Like, he doesn't like it because his name rhymes with bananas.
0: But they are gross.
1: But there's lots of scenes of just, like, him, his face, and he's like, I can't believe I have to do this. Like that's his contribution to the movie and then he's out of the ape suit at the end so like he's in the movie for like 10 minutes and we're stuck with this dumb guy it's not even like as good as every which way but loose which is the only other like trucking ape movie i can think of <laughs> yeah, or an bj and the thing. bj and the bear he's a he's a chimpanzee but like yeah
0: it's a bad movie just it's, a
1: truly awful movie
0: it's just like it's a very it's very broad it's very slapsticky and not in a good way
1: yeah um Watch Koi <laughs> Janaina because that is dumb in a fun way. This is just dumb in a dumb way.
0: Well, and I don't like Koi like, Janaina. Like there's something so inept. It's
1: trying to be good.
0: Yeah, there's something so inept in the filmmaking. Hello Charlie's like like it's a decently made film. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work. It's just not funny. It's, it's just a bad movie.
1: There's more stuff that could have been done with the possibility.
0: shouldn't I not? is just like...
1: It's fascinating. It's
0: fascinatingly <laughs> bad. Like this, it really feels like someone's passion project.
1: Yeah. Um, there's lots of gags that you can think of with a gorilla suit that they do not do. Um, I did like that he gets drunk and plays chess with a drunk doctor. And then they're <laughs> riding on a motorcycle with a sidecar. And then the sidecar falls off and the, the apes in the sidecar... I don't know, I was just reaching, I was just like... There's
0: also a real gorilla running around as
1: well. Yeah. And this did not do the thing that I thought was going to happen, was that the real gorilla would want to have sex with Jackie Shroff. That would be kind of the Ace Ventura type joke.
0: I've already seen um, some bad gorilla, like man in gorilla suit sex in recent movies. I don't mean to. Really? What was that? Bad Trip.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That doesn't happen... That would have been interesting, at least. Mm. But it didn't happen.
0: I don't know. I've seen that scene. It's not interesting.
1: Okay, I get a better one. (laughs) I mean, sure. Marginally It's not very good, though. Yeah. Uh, So this is Rod Hay, Your Most Wanted By.
0: This is probably the biggest film we're discussing. Yeah. The one with the biggest profile. This
1: is the one that essentially did the... um, Is it Mulan that did it first for Disney? Like, the big movie released on OTT.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Mulan, you had to pay extra. This one was like, it's a big deal. If you have Z5, you can watch this.
0: And surprisingly, we were able to get through this entire film without Z5 crashing. This, I think, is the very first time... It's never happened before. I
1: think they put all of their energy into making this one movie work.
0: Yeah, I think this is the very first time we've been able to watch a film on Z5 where we didn't have to reload it and we didn't deal with timing out issues. So I don't know if Z5, the... Platform is starting to work better, but I had completely written it off, and now I think potentially I'll give it another shot.
1: No, it's like there, Jordy Laforge at Z5 headquarters. He says like put all the put all the energy into Rod Hey. We gotta have that movie work because more people are going to use your service for this movie than yeah, you've ever had before.
0: We haven't had a lot of good luck with Z5, so I was I was happy we were able to get through those.
1: Yeah. And it looked
0: relatively good. I will say Hmm. it's frustrating that the kind of Apple TV app we use in Apple TV, uh, you cannot
1: get the subtitles to to work.
0: We have to airplay it through our computer, which I think also maybe adds to some of the issues that Z5 has. yeah, we we constantly have issues with Z five crashing whenever. We but use if you it. speak but, Hindi,
1: this that's not a big deal. Yeah. Just watch it on your Apple TV. But this
0: time it worked, so yeah. we're happy for that. So Knock this on wood that it works again?
1: Directed by Prabhudeva.
0: I'm, I thought it was gonna have better dancing. Oh, yeah, I have to say I'm a little disappointed in Prabhudeva.
1: So it features Salman Khan, Disha Patani, yeah, Randy Puda, and Jackie Shroff.
0: I see. Maybe he like worked on some of the choreography. Like he shot the dancing. Like
1: yeah. I would say that the cinematography and stuff for the dancing is good, but there's only so much dancing you can do with Salmon.
0: I was expecting him to have a cameo, though, because he often does when he directs Salmon Khan films, and I was sad he didn't. Uh,
1: So this is actually based on a Korean movie called The Outlaws. Did you ever see this one? No. No. Um, And like I tweeted about, this is about a crime cop who uses crime to solve cop problems. (laughs) Rod Hay is an undercover police officer who, if I remember right, has done something like... 70 encounters just yeah. a crazy amount of encounters and he's he's brought in by the police force to deal with uh, randy puta named rana uh we find rod Rodhay at first he's infiltrated the fortress of a bad guy who's like a rapist
0: oh yeah and he appear- There's a lot of
1: raping in this movie
0: he appears to have you can maybe phrase that a bit nicer um he appears to have, like, quicksilver-like powers, yeah. but that never seems to come up again.
1: Yeah. He uh, he punches his way through a mirror and then is fast enough that he could, like, type on the guy's phone. Yeah. And then also beat up all of his goons and then come back and then show him all his goons that he beat up. Um, so he he gets brought in to deal with Rana, played by Randy Puda. Randy is having a great time in this movie. Uh, Randy Puda is I a... I think
0: he often is in Salma Khan films.
1: He likes playing... I think he likes playing a villain. Yeah. Or a cop, like a, a secondary guy who is either trying to who's trying to deal with Saman Khan. I think he, either, he, which side he, of the law he's on. He
0: likes a paycheck, and he has a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, uh, he's while he's
0: collecting that paycheck.
1: He's a drug dealer who has like two goons, and they're taking over the rackets. Um, Disha Patani is a girl who meets Rod Hay when she's his, a model. His car breaks down, and he's ride. He she hates cops. Her brother. Quote unquote, brother is Jackie Shroff, who's uh, Samakhan's boss, uh, and she doesn't like cops because of her brother having a dangerous job. Uh, Rodhay pretends to be an aspiring model to <laughs> hang out with the Patani. It's a classic gag. Um, and Rodhay has to take out uh, Rana's gang. Jackie Shroff uh, gets drunk a few times and gets caught in a brothel. Uh, but he essentially does the like, give me your badge Inka, and gun, Rod You're off the case. Yeah. He does that sort of stuff. Uh Hay has to kind of uh, not infiltrate, but he like menaces the two local gangs. There's like a Muslim gang and a Hindu gang, I think, into like being friends and actually kissing and hugging, so that you know their crime is not that bad. We got to deal with Rana's crime. So he he figures that out, and then he has to deal with Rana.
0: He's moved by, like, a letter he finds from a kid who's, like, going to commit suicide because... He
1: does commit suicide. Oh, no, there, uh, there's a kid who commits suicide. He jumps off of a building and hits his head. And then another guy's like, I was going to do a suicide, too. But then Rod Hay saved me.
0: Yeah, because he finds the, the letter, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that this is the closest Salman Khan movie I've seen to The Naked Gun. You don't... You've never seen The Naked Gun. No. But that was a series of movies featuring Leslie Nielsen in the 90s where it was sort of like a... Stoic cop who got involved in ridiculous situations and there was lots of gags. I think that he's joking around with his persona. He's definitely riffing on the movie Wanted a lot. There's yeah. a, it, this is your most wanted by and the song is like, he's a wanted.
0: I much prefer wanted. Yeah. I, that had that
1: whole thing where he's creeping on the girls at the yoga studio, as I recall. Yeah. And he was a former army guy who had to be an undercover monster, an undercover gangster. Yeah. This one I, has the threat of sexual assault through it all the time. And I think it just... It's not as fun.
0: I think that's part of my issue. It's like the movie is having a lot of fun. It wants you to have a lot of fun. And yet there's a lot of unnecessary violence towards women that I found really distasteful that I just didn't think.
1: I... Even Debong I, doesn't have this happen. No. And Debong, like Pendy's a real monster, actually.
0: Yeah. I mean, I... I think... I think violence against women is something that, you know, you can discuss in a film in a meaningful way, but when it's just thrown in there to make our bad guys seem extra bad and our heroes seem extra heroic, that frustrates me. And so I just, I think, I did not, I th- I thought, I think it's exploitative in places. There was that
1: Rithik Roshan movie that did that, right? Where he basically turns into Daredevil. He's blind. He's, Cavill, yeah, I think it was. A couple of months, a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his Daredevil film.
1: It's a pretty common trope.
0: Yeah, but again, here it's just like it doesn't ever want to get really involved in these issues. Like, it's just a signifier for how bad these guys are. Yeah. Um, and so that left a really bad taste in my mouth. And I'm I'm maybe over-articulating it as a feature of the film, but it was just so jarring to me.
1: And I typically like these dumb sort of punch him up movies where someone Khan kind of plays himself. And I think there's actually a pretty cool fight scene between him and Randy Puda and I, at a wedding.
0: I had a hard time with this movie because, again, it wants me to have fun. It's full yeah. of gags and silliness, but I don't know. And and Randy Puda, I agree. I think he's having a lot of fun, but I also think he's just like almost too menacing. He's pretty sleazy. He's pretty sleazy.
1: This reminds me of uh, a joke from Blazing Saddles when the bad guy is hiring all these guys to join his gang, yeah. <clears throat> and one guy's resume has rape down there twice, and he's like, I like rape. This is that. It's like, that's his character trait. He likes doing it. Like, okay, um, you know, either interrogate it or don't have that in your fun movie about beating people up. Yeah. It's, it's just really jarring. And I,
0: I apologize you didn't put a disclaimer at the top of this episode. I, I kind of we forgot could do we one would after. Well, I kind of forgot we would end up having this discuss, discussion when we are having it. But yeah, I just, I don't know. Totally, I found this film off. And I just, I didn't think it wasn't a fun action movie at all. Like, I didn't think the action. It was overly exciting or well Apart from that one, one taker. Yeah, apart from that. I just, I don't know. There are better Salmon Khan action films. There are better Bollywood mm-hmm. action better films. Better Prabhadeva films. Uh, there are better Prabhadeva films. I don't know. And again, I'm, I'm fi- I do kind of find like the Salmon Khan, Khan cop feature to be somewhat fascist in a way. that
1: Yes. Well, well mean, if Hay kills you, you deserved it.
0: Yeah. All right. Second last film. Uh, and it's a lovely one, Matt Uh, this is Hello Charlie (laughs) 2 no this is Skater Girl (laughs) Skater Girl Uh, came out on June 11th uh, on Netflix it's directed by Manraji Makijani it stars Rachel Sanchita Gupta Amrit Magara who we have previously seen she was actually in Time to Dance Mm -hmm. (laughs) oddly enough she has a small role in Time to Dance Um, but she's probably most known for Angry Indian Goddesses she plays the 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 aspiring Bollywood actress from London. We also thought that um, she might be
1: a better physical match for Saina. Yeah, she actually looks a lot like the the real one.
0: Yeah, I thought she could potentially. But she's not
1: a star enough to yeah. pull her own movie off. Uh, and
0: Wahida Roman has a small role as a queen. Amrit Megara plays a, a young woman from London again, who comes to a small village in rural Rajasthan, and we don't entirely know why she's there at first but while there she meets a young girl played by Gupta and her younger brother and her younger brother has like put together like kind of like a makeshift skateboard like this little pole cart thing yeah, that his sister pulls him around yeah and, and, well, and well sometimes he pulls her but it's this little thing that, that they play with and she immediately identifies it as like a skateboard and she draws a picture of it for him and all the kids in town then bring out all of their toys that they've created and want her to draw a picture. It's very cute. Uh, she's, she, a, she's a talented artist. Yeah. So. She has a friend who's kind of in the area who's also in Rajasthan. He's a, a white guy from London who's in the area teaching, teacher, yeah. Yeah, teaching kids. Uh, and he comes by to see her and he brings his skateboard. And so the kids get to see a skateboard. And for he lets the very them play with it too. Yeah. Jessica becomes kind of interested in just how these kids are interested in skateboards. And so she orders a bunch of them from London. She's pretty well off. She works at a marketing company. She's clearly fairly well off. And gives them to all of the kids. And this kind of causes chaos within the village because suddenly all the kids are more interested in skateboarding than they are in going to school.
1: They knock things over. They annoy the animals. They do a bunch of stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, eventually, Jessica tries to and and succeeds in building a skate park in the village and having a skating competition so that the kids uh, can you know find find themselves with this new hobby because she believes that sports are good for children and it's her way of giving back to the village which we discover she has a connection to.
1: And the girl tells her that being on a skateboard is the only time she's ever felt free in her whole life because she has a pretty prescribed life with her parents.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like Jessica's side of the story. But the the film is more focused on Perna's character who kind of finds a sense of freedom with this skateboard that she has been gifted. She doesn't really have the opportunity to go to school because her family can't afford a book for her or her uniform. I can't actually, send
1: her and her brother. They don't have the be, money.
0: Yeah, and actually because of Jessica, she is able to afford a textbook and a uniform and able to start going to school. She has like a little flirtation with her teacher's son who is also in one of her classes. He's
1: upper caste though, so that's a problem. Exactly,
0: and her father is obviously like against the skateboarding thing because she's a girl and really all she is good for is being married off and yeah. learning how to cook and clean and work. Don't do boy um, stuff. And so it's very much a film about how this young girl doesn't have a lot of opportunities in life and through skateboarding she's able to find she's able to find herself and her inner strength. It's a coming of age film mm-hmm. and I like kind of the mirroring of the stories. Of both, kind of, what Perna discovers about herself and what Jessica discovers about herself. That's a very rambly description of the film. This is just like a lovely little movie.
1: It's, well, it's also not like a super, like, plotty film. No. It's a a lady comes to town and changes everything.
0: Yeah, and it's a very kind of straightforward coming of age film. Uh, I didn't think it was poverty porn, um, though I think, you know, it's trying to show you the lives of. You know, people in in rural Rajasthan. Who- Jessica's
1: not like like how do you live like this? It's just more like oh, this would be difficult, but I understand kind of what's happening. Yeah, and she tries to get to know the people better.
0: Exactly. Yeah, she tries to kind of understand this village. The production built a real skate park. I think that is still there.
1: That's finding that out makes me like this movie like a whole star better. Yeah, like the fact that they just decided oh yeah well we could make this for real and then the kids there can play with it. That's just nice,
0: and this is based on like kids sort of based on sort of based on, uh, you know, kids in villages around India who have taken to skateboarding. Mm -hmm. You know, I recently took to roller skating. Let me tell you, it is not easy seeing all these little kids up on these skateboards.
1: I was impressed that the felt, roads are so well-paved.
0: Yeah, I felt both very inspired and also very intimidated because when I get up on my roller skates, Matt, I have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, we grew up in the country, so yeah. roller skating and skateboarding, these are not sports that were really easy for us. No, we, we
0: could bike.
1: Yeah, you can mo- you can mountain bike, but we had dirt roads and yeah. like it was difficult to do, so... Um, You're I was impressed just
0: to see all this pavement. Yeah, I was impressed that this village in. had.
1: I guess Wahida Rahman, she's the queen of this area. So yeah. sort of still a kingdom, queendom type place, and she's done a good job keeping the roads uh, in good shape. Um, it, it's a nice movie. Yeah, it's if you a, want kind of like a heartwarming, enjoyable movie,
0: it's a lovely little film, and I, I think also one um, that you know you could watch as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice.
1: If you have a young girl who's interested in skateboarding or something, she might like it.
0: Yeah, it's a nice, inspiring story about this this young girl, and also kind of the right to education, the right to kind of freedom. I
1: wouldn't say it's a kids' movie, though. No, it's a movie about children, but actual kids might be bored.
0: No, but I, I think it's more of a family movie than it is a, mm-hmm. a children's film. I like um Amrit Megara.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I would like to see her in more. I really liked her in Angry Indian Goddesses, even though I have kind of some issues with that film.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but yeah, this is a very nice film.
1: Watch it with your mom.
0: Yeah, I have nothing... I have safely. Nothing neg- Watch it with your mom safely. <laughs> I have nothing negative to say about it. Maybe it's just like a little kind of underwhelming. It's
1: straightforward.
0: But yeah, it's... It's straightforward. I think uh, Rachel Sanchita Gupta is very good. Her younger brother's adorable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just a lovely little movie. All right, Matt. That brings us to the last movie. Oh, I got the best that one. we have to discuss in this episode. This is the best, best movie of the year. very Long episode.
1: <laughs> I get the best movie of the year. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. between this and Sunday poor Pinky*. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is *Sherni*. Just came out. On Friday. Directed by Amit V. Mazarkar and stars Vidya Balan. The director of Newton. Yeah. Yeah. This movie stars Vidya Balan and she is a Indian Forest Service officer. And Amit Mazarkar directed Newton. And this is a very similar story about someone kind of an outsider going to a rural area and trying to do government type stuff. Mm -hmm. Trying to assert sort of... Order in a disordered situation,
0: and the way that the bureaucracy uh, works against you. Although in Newton he's very much trying to uphold the bureaucracy, mm-hmm. uh, Vidya Balan
1: it works against it.
0: Yeah, here I think Vidya Balan just kind of gets caught in the bureaucracy.
1: Yeah, uh, features Sharat Saxena, uh, Vijay Raz. This nice is to... a
0: this is a fantastic performance. Great from stuff Vijay from Raz. Vijay
1: Raz and uh, Nirash Kabi in kind of a.
0: She just like, oh my god, I would love to have the confidence. Like, when Niraj Kabi just walks in a room, I would love to exude that confidence. Yeah. I don't know how he does it.
1: So uh, Vidya Balan, this, she's in, where is it? Madhya Pradesh. She's in Madhya Pradesh, and her job is kind of to maintain the forest, the jungle, mm-hmm. and... Uh, due to some problems with the prior forest officer, all the people in town have been taking their goats and things, their cattle, into the jungle for forage because their regular land doesn't work anymore. it's It's gone fallow. And there is a tiger out in the jungle. A
0: tigress. A tigress. A which sh- is what shirni means. Yeah.
1: Um, although, according to Wikipedia, uh, shirni properly refers to a lioness, while the formal word for a tigress is bagin. Mm-hmm. Though the word shirny is also frequently referred to tigresses. So, there you go. Okay, thank you, Wikipedia. It is not exactly a tigress, but there is a lady tiger. (laughs) And she is out in the jungle, and she starts attacking people. Mm -hmm. And uh,
0: It's a very, uh, oh, what's that Val Kilmer movie?
1: The Ghost in the Darkness.
0: Yeah, a Ghost in the Darkness situation. Except in
1: (laughs) in the Ghost in the Darkness, they're hired to kill the lions. Yeah. And fun fact, we actually saw the real Ghost in the Darkness the lions at the the museum in Chicago Mm -hmm. that was cool the field Um,
0: museum in Chicago yeah whereas
1: Vidya Balan is trying to keep the uh, tiger alive yeah she has her and her team have noticed that the tiger is migrating towards a national park and they want to keep people away from the tiger and make sure that she could get to somewhere safe
0: the tiger is also a mother she has two cubs
1: the tiger has two cubs they're adorable Uh, Unfortunately, the tiger becomes a political touchpoint for basically everybody in town. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a university professor played by Vijay Ross who kind of helps out the Forest Service. He starts a group called the Forest Friends, which is (laughs) very cute. He's also
0: very into moths.
1: Yeah, he's actually a (laughs) lepidopterist. But he is very much a conservationist and he wants to keep the tiger safe and he wants to keep people apart from it. And he wants everyone to, you know, basically be cool. There are two feuding politicos, uh, PK and GK. One of them is currently in power and he's running for re-election. And then the other one lost the, lost the last election. He's fighting him. And the one who's currently in power is trying to appeal to the base by saying, like, look, I will kill this tiger. This tiger will not attack your uh, goats. It won't attack your people. I will kill it. And he hires a... Um, a tiger hunter called Pintu. That's Sharad Saxena.
2: He
0: can just tell. He can just look into an yeah. animal's eyes and know if they're a killer.
1: Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about this is that there are some tigers that live there already. So yeah. this is a rogue tiger, and they call her T21 throughout. I think. Or T12. T12. T. T2- yeah. T12. T21 is the the wolf uh, from. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so like they have cameras set up, but they know the other tigers in town, and they like are able to track them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she, uh, Vidya Balan is stuck in the middle with all of these people trying to use the tiger for their own ends. Uh, Neeraj Kabi is her mentor who comes later on to try and give her some advice.
0: He's so suave. He just walks in with all the confidence in the world. Yeah. He's
1: the big swinging dick of the forest department. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just, it's a fairly simple story that actually stands for a lot. Cause yeah. if you look at the situation we're in now where, People have gotten a disease from being too close to animals and encroaching on animal terrain. This is a metaphor for what's happening. It is, it is so skillfully done.
0: I think it's a metaphor for a lot of things. I think also, um, you know, I always said I would have watched *Silence of the Lambs* a lot earlier had I known that it was actually like a feminist workplace drama. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is a feminist workplace. This is one hundred percent a feminist workplace drama. She doesn't
1: really get a lot of a lot of slack for being a woman but like Neeraj Kabi kind of It's there. It it's there it's but it's there. They, they her her team eventually coalesces around her. Like her yeah. guys are typically on her side.
0: But the way yeah, but the way that kind of
1: her boss doesn't care.
0: Yeah, everyone doesn't take her seriously mm-hmm. because she's a woman and then, you know, later on her her husband comes to visit her and her mother and mother-in-law are there and They're know,
1: like bring your husband. He'll keep you safe from the tiger. Like He's not good to do shit. He yeah. works. At, he works at the potato chip factory. Yeah,
0: it's. I think. I think it's very important that that she's a woman.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but character. also she's stuck in a bureaucracy. Um, like this is this is a job that you work at for a few years. You do one or two things and you move on. Yeah. The guy who was there before, his whole thing was he planted a bunch of teak trees because the government gives they you money.
0: All look like they're
2: dying. Yeah,
1: and he planted them right where uh, they forage the fields. <laughs> For their animals so that's why they started moving into the jungle and that's why this whole thing happens yeah. so it's just compounding layers of bureaucracy screwing things up and then leaving the mess for the next person to take care of And she actually wants to fix the problem yeah. which is bizarre in a bureaucracy and it f***s everything up
0: yeah, I I loved this movie. It yeah. wasn't what I was expecting. I think I was expecting something more akin to like Sorcerer, where they were going to be like in the jungle tracking the tiger. Yeah, I think maybe it's based on this poster <laughs> that we yeah. have of her. She looks like very heroic in the back, back of, of a jeep, jeep yeah. Yeah. right? Like and a, there's
1: a tiger hunter guy. <laughs> the movie it is is Jaws, though.
0: It is Jaws. Yeah, yeah. it's she's like,
1: Roy Scheider. Yeah, and uh, Vijay Raz is uh, Richard Dreyfuss. And Charlotte, Charlotte Saxena is Quint, yeah. Except they're not friends in this one. She's friends with Vijay Raz, but she's not friends with uh, Tiger Hunter. Yeah,
0: but the way, like, but yeah, but like, think of all the like land politics of Jaws. That's what yeah. this is. Less- yeah, the mayor
1: wants to keep all the beaches open. Yeah, and, yeah. It's if the mayor was having a re-election campaign on yeah. Amity Island.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, I love, I love this movie. Video Balan is. Incredible. I mean the last mm-hmm. thing we saw her was was Chakuntala Debbie, which she was also incredible. It was like, good, but that was a the, much
1: broader performance, whereas this is very subtle.
0: It's the exact opposite of this role. Like mm-hmm. she's just like there is nothing she can't do. I love her so much. I really was mesmerized by this film. It it drew me in with, you know, I was able to follow kind of all of the all of the machinations and just kind of seeing all of these forces come together i feel like i learned about Uh,
1: conservation too like yeah what just what her normal job is like they they did a good job of explaining
0: that. yeah it's such it's so fantastic it 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 feels very poignant it 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 reaches i think some very interesting conclusions Uh, i i just i don't have enough enough positive things to say about this movie it's so well shot. It's absolutely gorgeous.
1: It's a lot less of a comedy than Newton. Was.
0: No, it is. Yeah, it is not this as is funny. Very serious. It's much more serious. It's at times a very kind of subtle and opaque film. But I think you, if you stick with it, it's so rewarding. The
1: stakes seem low, but also they're very high. Like, yeah. really, we should all be more interested in conservation of animals. And uh, there's like a big mine that's in the way of the tigers uh, um, sort of tracking. So like... It's just the ways that animals and humans have actually gotten too close, and the way that uh, a lone female stoke is stalking through the jungle is possibly very similar to Vidya Balan, who is also in a jungle trying to stay alive
0: exactly oh, I just yeah i I mean I know great. I said Sandeep or Pinky Ferrar uh is the film I'm most looking forward to rewatching, but I also do want to see this again. this is I great. Really they should it. submit it
1: for the Oscars. I said that online. It is reductive to say so like. The Oscars is not the barometer of a good movie. No. In fact, they often are very bad at picking a good movie. But I think it's the sort of thing that voters would be interested in because it explains everything really well. Unlike Newton, you don't need to know what a Naxal is. Right. So, like, I think most people could understand this movie. People like animals. It doesn't need the Oscars to be validated, but I think it would have a good shot. I don't know if they're going to submit another movie by the Newton guy again. But, uh, you know... It's it's just so good. Yeah,
0: I love this movie. It's well worth checking out. I encourage everyone to watch it. That's the end of this extremely long episode.
1: What did you think of the year?
0: Or what do I think of the year so far? The first yeah. six months.
1: I mean, I I've had better years to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah, I I just do, In my personal I mean,
1: life and I know the, the world.
0: The top of the show, you said this was a mixed bag, but I think there actually have been some 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 good movies. Two you or know? three. Yeah, I think. And that's not a bad ratio out of fourteen films, like there was a couple of truly terrible ones, one truly terrible one that was
1: also amazing wildly
0: entertaining, and a couple of truly great ones, and everything else was just kind of middling mm-hmm. but that's how it always is. if you take a sampling of any random fourteen movies, I think that's how it's gonna be but
1: this I think things, I think we said it last year, but like the cons not in the mix well, some is. that yeah. was that was the the outlier He's in the mix this year, but most of the really big stars are not present, Yeah. so this is character actors and smaller scale movies, which is fine.
0: Yeah, these are like in Hollywood. I would call these mid-budget movies. Yeah, you know, and B I movies. not B movies, mid-budget. Sure. Uh, and I think there is a space for mid-budget movie. A B movie would be like.
1: Koi Johnny is a B movie.
0: Koi Johnny is a B movie, but a mid-budget film is just like it's more like.
1: Hollywood doesn't do those anymore. They don't the do problem.
0: them anymore. But yeah. yeah, it's like an adult films, you know, a like, John
1: Grisham film.
0: A, yeah, yeah, they're movies that don't like
1: dad movies. Go for
0: the big, the big budget. They don't go for the spectacle. They're they're generally plot driven and they're mid budget because they don't cost as much. They're
1: Matthew McConaughey films that aren't uh, Interstellar. <laughs> so it's the Lincoln Lawyer or uh, exactly uh, Serenity.
0: <laughs> exactly, and so you know I. I liked a lot of these movies. Uh, again, like, we don't have kind of the big thrills and spectacles that I think no a lot masala. of people associate with Bollywood. There's things
1: relating to Masala, yeah. like Sandy Porpeki Ferrar, and they're talking about this Ferrar 3, or Bombay Rose and its relation to, yeah. um, you know, modern-day Bollywood stuff.
0: And these are a lot of character-driven films.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I think the better ones are very much focused on women's lives. Yeah, that's I appreciate that. So... Yeah. Yeah, I I actually you know I always think it's a mixed bag <laughs> any time of year, regardless of if the films are coming out on streaming or going to theaters. Uh, but I I genuinely really enjoy some of these movies, and I'm glad that I've been able to see them. I'm glad that films are continuing to come out and being made available around the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we we Gotta all need some, we all need something to do while we deal with this. I don't know what what's kind of your take on the, the first six months so far.
1: Um, these are things that were on the shelf a lot of the time. They were, I, th- I. Sherny
0: I, doesn't feel like it was on the shelf. No. I think
1: seems like it was going to be pretty good either way. Like it was not. It yeah. was It was going to be a big release.
0: Well, and I think they knew that it's something that streaming audiences could could it's connect. It's a bit to more patient. Audience. Yeah.
1: And if I remember right, it's Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. So Amazon Prime is actually doing really well with like the Family Man, Pato Locke, Yeah, Made in Heaven. They're kind of a space for.
0: They also have Hello Charlie. Though. Sure, they had a Hello
1: Charlie, but they're a space for like adult, interesting stories. And
0: that's where Tufan's going to be.
1: Yeah, so it's that's kinda... also
0: where Cooley Number One was.
1: Okay, it's, it's it's an extension of that. <laughs> like, um, they found a place where they could do that. The problem is that all of these being released to streaming means that none of them get any acclaim. Like, they're going to get film companion reviews, but. Like, trying to follow on Bali Twitter, I saw people not like Shurni because it's kind of slow. Mm. But really, like, not a lot of people are talking about Tribanga. Not a lot of people are talking about Pagalate. Yeah. like
0: I've seen people talking about Ruhi and Radhey, and those both went to theaters.
1: Yeah. And I saw people talking about Skater Girl. Uh, I think it kind of could be kind of an underground sort of people like this one. It's good for families. Well, but all I mean, of these are coming out at the same time, and they're not... They're just kind of becoming a mess and getting lost in the shuffle.
0: Skater Girl is also kind of in a a genre of kind of like coming of age films that are that's akin to like Skate Kitchen or Wajah, um, yeah. Waja. yeah. Um, the whale Saudi, rider, the Saudi Arabian film about uh, the girl who wants a bike. Yeah. So I think there, I think there's an interest in kind of yeah, like stories about girls around the world, kind of like yeah finding themselves whether it's it could, riding whales or riding a bike or but like skateboarding. It, it,
1: there's a separate sort of zone for that yeah that kind of international you know
0: girl movies girl movies
1: like that has its own thing but most of these are just being released into a void and then no one ever talks about them mm-hmm. so we're trying to do our part but like there hasn't been one thing to rally around for the whole year yeah rod was the closest but i think it kind of just came and went. I haven't seen anyone talk about it lately. There aren't any memes or anything.
0: Well, and also, like, its, <laughs> it's release kind of got dampened by the coronavirus pandemic.
1: Yeah, but, like, yeah. even then, think about Sacred Games or something like yeah. that. There's so many people talking about it. So many memes and stuff like that. Nothing right now is really catching on.
0: And I, I do miss big Bollywood movies. But
1: the last one we saw in theater was Devong 3 oh
0: god I know <sighs> well
1: which was the most forgettable of them
0: <laughs> as we said at the, the top of the show if you're still with us uh, let Thank us know you. what you think about this episode format I think you these, were here for
1: one and a half hello Charlie's I
0: think these episodes are getting longer and longer because and I've seen more of the movies <laughs> we might want to assess how we're doing them going forward uh, speaking of going forward what are we doing next time Matt
1: Wow, well, we're watching The Family Man. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut cut right to it. We love The Family Man Part 1. Very excited to see Family Man Part 2. Yeah, we're, How, watch,
0: I, we're watching Season 2 of The Family
1: Man. Like, the Season 1 finale had such a, like, ticking time bomb cliffhanger. that I gotta see what happens. Yeah. Right? Like, that. I've been thinking about that since it came out. And I haven't been able to watch it because we were watching all these. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see The Family Man Part 2. It looks great.
0: We can also finally now watch In the Heights. Uh, that'll be out in two weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people pick up the show?
1: At Bollywood Pod Twitter. Facebook.com slash uh, Bollywood is for lovers. Tumblr.com slash Bollywood for lovers. Those are all the places. At Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S.
0: I'm at Ernie Fraser. E-R-N-E-F-R-E-S-E-R. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a star rating and review. Uh, on your podcatcher of choice. Ideally, Apple Podcasts. That's where we see them. But if you leave it somewhere else and you would like us to read it on air, please send it to us. Aaron has another uh, podcast. I have another podcast called Trash on Movies. You can check that out. I do it with Paul Matwachuk. Recently, we did an episode on circus films, I guess, uh, where we talked about The Greatest Show on Earth and Nightmare Alley, the noir. We also want to thank Becca Dolkey for our artwork. is the best boy. She did I'll Mind you all, if you have any Biffle Points to cash in, please get in touch with us um and you can have your own best boy that's it we're done yeah
1: she did a good job drawing him yeah we're done yeah bye